chose to call them gobblers. So instead of a thumbs up emoji to you, I have a different finger. Anybody. I'm glad that I am now the turkey master for all of the families. And Dawn. It can score with you, because next thing you know, you'll be doing it. It's fine. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. We got this email over the weekend, R-A-D at radradio.com. It's from Alec. Hi, Alec. He wrote it uh, actually uh, yesterday afternoon around 1220. He says, I'm leaving from San Jose, California, and I am picking up your AM signal loud and clear. This <laughs> oh. is just crazy to me. Yeah, the, uh, we're on, uh, on the Sacramento Airways. We're on 104.7 FM and 890 AM. And during the day, the sunrise to sun up, that 890 AM can be picked up far and wide. Uh, I don't know if you had it all the way up from uh, from San Jose. There's some crinkles and crankles through uh, the East Bay area, but people report uh, Altamont Pass, uh, 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 Lathrop area, down past Tracy, uh, and then all places near and far. We, we love hearing where you're picking us up. Uh, we also got this note from Kelly. Hey, Kelly. Who is a better class of Rad Radio listener watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. He says, I turned on Rad TV this morning. And it looks as if a Christmas gnome had come into the studio over the weekend and barfed <laughs> decorations everywhere. Looks amazing. It looks great and very festive. Is that yes. is that your process, Brandon? Did you bring in a Christmas gnome and just make him ill until he vomited? Yes, I, I brought a Christmas gnome named Nicole, and she uh-huh. has a fabulous rear end. Um, <laughs> but yes, we did come in over the weekend, and uh, my girlfriend and I put it all up. I, uh, it looks so good. I was wondering uh, if she had assisted uh, when I saw it, because you always did a good job, but this is that next level uh, decorations that we started last year. Yeah. Uh, is that a debut of her name on the radio? Yes, it is. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Wendy also wrote in and said the decorations are so effing pretty. All right, that's uh, one vulgar way to put it, but yes, we are fully in the holiday spirit uh, around here. It'll be Yay! all uh, Christmas bumper music now until our... Uh, woo, woo! Holiday break. Speaking of all of this, we also got this note from Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Says, I just wanted to thank you for supporting and promoting uh, your Sacramento area Toys for Tots campaign, which is one of over 820 campaigns nationwide. I've been a maggot since 2000. I was so excited to hear it come up on the show. I'm a 10-year coordinator for the Fresno Madera Toys for Tots campaign. Oh, thank you. And knowing your show's reach, I wanted to make a request for you to mention to listeners that they should check toysfortots.org to find a local chapter if they're outside of the Sacramento area. They, too, can deliver hope through a gift of a toy wherever they are because anyone can be Santa. All true uh, and, uh, and a great thing. Although, if you do it outside of the Sacramento area, specifically outside of NorCal Gunvolt, you will not get a bag of uh, rad turkey, Brian, uh, when you no do you it. Won't. And a lot of you are psychotic and like to serve turkey again on Christmas. Stop. It's so good, though. I mean, mm. it's delicious. Hey, I know. Yeah. I, had, I had delicious turkey over Thanksgiving, <laughs> but it's a prime rib for uh, Christmas because that's, that's what you do. Maybe if you're fortunate enough, you can do prime rib and turkey. Sure, you can have a whole lot of leftover oh. turkey because only psychos do that. But hey. Glad to make uh, glad to make money off your psychosis because uh, we do still have some turkey brine left in some locations. Uh, so if you're going to do it for uh, for Christmas or New Year's or both, good lord, uh, or or the, New Year's turkey. as you as you th- there are people that do that. Do not mock me, knowing people and what people do in this country. Oh A lot of people do turkey for um, uh, for Easter as well, which is wrong, but people do that. Oh, yeah, you got to do ham. No, no lamb oh, or lamb or ham are traditional. Oh yeah, the lamb. You don't mm. got to do anything. Uh, but well, it's a figure of speech, fella. Uh, a lot of people do. It's not uh, an order. Turkey uh, for uh, for Easter. <laughs> so if you're thinking ahead uh, as well, remember that the turkey brine does have a shelf life of 18 months. We do have a few vendors that that have it, not a lot, 
uh, but they are still listed at radradio.com in the Stupid Store. Superstore. And we still have a handful of, of packets of Brian that we can ship you as well. So if you're not doing it until Christmas or down the road. Or Easter, apparently. You can uh, also do it, uh, <laughs> or, or a random day in March. Uh, you can uh, also wow. just grab it right now uh, in the Stupid Store. Superstore! Uh, but what Jessica was talking about uh, was our buddies at NorCal Gun Vault Woo-woo. in Rockland. Uh, they have uh, they are collecting toys for the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots Christmas Drive. If you bring in $20 of new unwrapped toys for donation and your receipt to show how much you paid. NorCal Gun Vault will just hand you a bag of the red turkey brine. Uh, they are uh, in Rockland. They're on Stanford Ranch Road, right across from uh, uh, Costco on the other side of, uh, of Stanford Ranch. And you can get details at NorCalGunVault.com. Uh, speaking of, now, some people are going to go, huh. well, it's an odd time for this story, Rob. You just promoted your partnership with NorCal Gun Vault, and now you're going to and yes, I'm, this is the perfect place to do this. A couple of things that happened uh, over the last week or so, just to keep you updated. I like to sprinkle these in. Uh, one of the reasons we love working with Eddie and Tammy at NorCal Gun Vault is that they are all about first-time gun buyers, learning gun safety, uh, answering questions, not not being not being so intimidating, not looking down on you when you walk in, yeah. uh, like every other gun store that I had been to prior to meeting Eddie and, and Tammy. Where if you don't know what they know, then. Ugh, ugh. Oh, you don't know. Oh yeah, you always God. felt like you needed to know all of it before you walked in. And, Otherwise, and, you'd be judged. Yeah, Eddie and Tammy are like, we don't care if you've never seen a gun, held a gun. Uh, they like to teach how to uh, safely uh, clean them, something very important. Maintain your if – you, if you're buying a gun for home protection, uh, you, you don't want to reach for it if you ever, God forbid, need it, and it doesn't work because you have not touched it in eight years or cleaned it oh, or, or done anything. <laughs> to I may know someone that took many years in between <laughs> – Properly maintaining their. Why are their, you pointing at me? Their firearms. <laughs> <laughs> I was referring to myself, but uh, wherever oh no, I'm the in shoe there. fits, um, <laughs> and 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 also storage, and understanding how to safely and re- and the reason that we and NorCal Gun Vault care about this so much is uh, more than a few of us on the show are gun owners. We're legal gun owners, and we don't like legal gun owners that make us look bad. Yeah. It's one thing when people steal guns. They're already criminals. Yes. It's when we we have people who legally own guns and then do stupid things with them, uh, which results in a story like this one from uh, Thanksgiving Day. Oh, boy. A two-year-old boy is recovering from minor injuries after he fired a gun inside of a Walmart. A Walmart? This was the day before Thanksgiving. I'm sorry about that. It was printed on Thanksgiving. My apologies. Oh, my God. What? Yeah, yeah. Now, this is in Waverly, which is a city about 60 miles south of Columbus, Ohio. Ohio is a traditional open carry state. So that means if you legally own a firearm, you may carry them in public places uh, unless there is a specific prohibition against them, which someone will have after I finish this story. Uh, You can uh, uh, you don't need to have a permit, in other words. Uh, So what is it when they because I've seen signs um, when I've been in Texas that they can open carry. But I've seen signs on some stores doors that say, no, do not come in our store with your open carry. Are they allowed to do that? No. Who? The store. Yes, absolutely. That is their private property. A store's private property trumps your Second Amendment right. You have a right to bear arms, but not somewhere. That would be like if, if you came to my home. With a gun. Then right. I said, no, I own this home. Get out with that gun. Yeah, you yeah. have to leave. I am not violating your Second Amendment right. So if you do go into a place of business like that with a gun and you're caught or a story like what I'm about to read happens, you're really, really in trouble. This person's already in trouble, but you're really, really in trouble. Yeah. That's a legal <laughs> distinction. There's trouble and really, really in trouble. 
My wife's a lawyer. I know these things. <laughs> we just admire the fact that it's really difficult to pull a trigger on a gun in the first place and that a two-year-old is even capable of doing this? We can. We can. Um, uh, the, 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 this kid's got some finger to him. Yeah. We, we can also simultaneously be very upset that he found a gun that was cocked and ready and loaded to go yeah. that all he had to do was pull that trigger mm. to, to right, fire well, it. Yeah, because that's what I'm envisioning, a, a gun where it, there's some that are easy, very easy. To, uh, they don't take as much fire. pressure. They, don't, it, take, they yes. don't take as much pressure, yeah. And just to make sure this isn't like an assassin two-year-old, like he wasn't trained to cock the gun and everything and point <laughs> oh, name. Jesus <laughs> Lord. Um, no. th there, there is no indication. Double-O, uh, goo-goo-gaga. Right? <laughs> uh, the toddler removed the 9 millimeter from his mother's purse, oh. which resulted in the unintentional discharge of the weapon. The gunshot penetrated the ceiling of the Walmart, caused minor injury to the toddler's forehead, so it, like, grazed him. How close were we to a much more horrible story? Yes! Oh, my No other injuries. Gosh. The child so lucky. was released to uh, the care of a guardian. The mother was arrested. And in a statement on the uh, agency's Facebook page, the Waverly Police emphasized the importance of responsible firearm ownership and storage, especially for people who have children. This is what toddlers do. See, when they're sitting in a cart while you're shopping, they, yes. they rummage through your purse. Oh, you got boo doo got gun And two, you're not quite understanding the safety, right? You quite. Can, you you have no start, understanding. No understanding. You can start talking to them about it, but yeah. Th this is something that used to, like, my mother-in-law, God rest her soul, her little old lady friends, they're in Arizona, and um, you know you can you can it's open carry and all that, and they used to just openly just their guns thrown in their purses, their handgun, like just just there, and this used to frighten us all the time. Mm -hmm. Not that they would misuse it, but that just they would drop stuff, you know, yeah. just drop their purse and it falls out. We're like, oh God, please be careful. Well, that's the other thing with this mom, uh, right? This mom is obviously carrying a nine millimeter. The magazine is fully inserted, and it's cocked and ready to go. It's well, it's not it, the, back to the 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 yes, it does happen. Likelihood of just dropping your purse. This thing is ready to fire. Ready to fire, and and it's also just I'm envisioning just there in her purse, right? And Obviously, like, I, I have so many purses. You can get them at well, probably anywhere, but I get them at Westernware stores that have the pockets for your gun in the purse. So it's like just to openly throw it. That's how I'm envisioning this. Well, that's obviously Otherwise, what it was, unless kid, yeah. it, unless it was Agent Double okay. O Gaga. He doesn't know how to get into Ex wherever this yes. gun was being yeah. held in the purse. So was there any like um, search inside the mother's vehicle after the fact? Did they find any guns or more weapons or anything? Nothing obviously... was mentioned. So okay, okay. I, I I presume I don't know if a search happened, but I know nothing else was mentioned. But I mean, why would they search her car? She's allowed to have guns in her car. True, this is it's, I mean, it's an open carry. Just, yeah, you can't just now all of a sudden. I don't know that there's probable yeah. cause for a search in that yeah. case, but uh, you know, you know how Kyle's mom. <laughs> yeah, I thought <laughs> maybe she's a bad parent. She's not keeping her gun safe. There might be well, drugs in the car. She's not keeping her gun safe. I mean, huh? they're, they're, oh. if if the cops wanted to drag her, that sounds to me like your probable cause. You know what? If there's you're doing this. Be drugs. <laughs> Uh, by the way, this Saturday, if you think if you think those are some wild way out things that come out of uh, Kyle's mouth, this Saturday we step it up a notch. It's another Ratter Day this Saturday morning. Uh, we're going to be live uh, Saturday morning from, of course, six to nine, uh, commercial free and uncensored. I've been saving up some good stuff and a lot of visual stuff that you can only do on Rad TV, uh, which uh, we will be doing this Saturday morning at members.radradio.com. Hello, Heather. Good morning. Heather, hold on, hold on, hold, uh -oh. Heather, my, my, well, not my fault. I don't know why that button was pressed, but whatever. 
I should have checked it before we went on the air. Thus, I take responsibility. Go ahead, Heather. <laughs> um, so basically, I was calling um, just to get some advice. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother was diagnosed with ALS a couple weeks ago. Um, so going through the holidays are going to be very tough. Um, it seems to have attacked her speech and swallowing before her limbs. Um, And she specifically said that she doesn't want to be on a feeding tube um, or anything like that. So basically our time is, I think, even more limited (laughs) with her. And I'm like, what the hell do you get someone over the holidays who's more or less on their deathbed? Well, so uh, one one thing that jumps to mind really quickly, because ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, it, unfortunately, those of us that are sports fans have a lot of uh, background on this. If you watch shows like Real Sports and other things, uh, because a lot of uh, a lot of athletes are afflicted with this. Um, so so the first thing that comes to my mind is you, you mentioned her speech. Have you looked into or does she already have uh, there are they've made wonders oh. and advancements where she can speak through a computer, uh, through a laptop because her mind is still there. And as her speech goes. They start to feel kind of trapped um, in their heads, and there are ways that you can you can get a laptop set up and she can speak through like her eye movements and and other things. So does she already have that, or have you looked into anything like that? Um, we've looked into it. It's definitely an option on the table, but she's made it very clear that she basically wants to stay away from hospitals as much as she can. Sure. Um, we're from Tahoe. She wants to go on the beach, and I know in California, assisted suicide is legal, but obviously finding a private spot on the beach might be a little difficult for her to to find. But um, so, I, yeah, I just, it's more or less just trying to get through the holidays. Like what, you know, it's the random bursts of, you know, crying and sadness. But for the most part, she seems to be doing, excuse me, doing really well. Um, but it's like what you can't just go out and and buy gifts for this person, really, because uh, one more question. be able to use it. The, the whole team has ideas, but one more question for me. Ha- have you asked her? Um, yeah, I. it's kind of been an off and on sensitive subject. Okay. I don't know. She's so sweet, and I just, I hate making her cry, you know, so I just kind of let no, the I, thoughts flow as they come. Yeah, no, I, I get it. This is, this is, and I'm not trying to bring you down, just so everybody else understands. This is a brutal disease to, to go through. In a situation like this, I feel like gifts or material things might just be lost on on her. I think a, an experience or a gathering of the family to get together and just be in each other's presence, remembering the good times, sharing memories, you know, doing your best to communicate with her, but also just allowing the family to just smother her with love. Um, you know, I, I, I think that going that direction might be m- more better received than just getting her a bunch of gifts. Yeah, I was thinking along the same thing, like give her the experience. I was thinking more or less maybe find a favorite movie of hers, sit down with the family and just all kind of be around her, make her comfortable. I know you said that she doesn't want a feeding tube, but I don't know if she likes hot chocolate. Hot chocolate put me in a better mood if I was going, <laughs> you know? I, I'm thinking something like that. Maybe bake some cookies, put on a good movie, and just be there for her. So uh, this is, you have to know your person. So I love all those suggestions. They're very beautiful. I just don't know if they work for everyone. I could think of people in our family that would hate that. They're like, what is this, my funeral while I'm alive? Mm. And they just want to be treated like anyone else on any holiday. Now, for you guys, I would personally, because I can think of someone specific in our family, 
where I would be like, okay, what I'm going to do is spend more time with them. But I'm not going to make it obvious that it's because you're on your way out. Because the gift of time is like priceless. It is the one thing on this earth none of us will ever get back and you'll always have that. And you know what? A nice cozy blanket. Just think of things that are like comfort things, a cute coffee mug, things that you guys will want because you said she won't be able to use them. She won't be here. Well, you guys will. You, and they'll mean, mean a lot more to you afterwards. Mean a lot to you because because it kind of sounded like they've kind of talked about it, but she doesn't like to make her mom cry. So maybe she doesn't want this reminder that this could be her last Christmas and just treat her like it's Christmas. This might be a little dark to it. I'm not trying to be mean or anything like this, but what if you got like a urn or a coffin and showed them? Because we, we all know it's going to happen. What if oh, there's Jesus. one they want they wanted? I mean, don't you guys pick out like a coffin or an urn? Some do. Some yeah, that's do. what I'm saying. Like it could be. Yeah, my uh, father-in-law, Kyle. To your point, he it sits in his room and it makes me. Oh, oh my god, it's in the corner. This whole he has. He's put everything together. There's nothing we need to do when he passes. Everything is in the box of what to do, yeah. uh, everything. He's he's laid it all out with whoever he put in charge to uh, the the company to deal with it. And it's like, oh, my God, can we put this box somewhere? Yeah, my father, Horace, has done almost exactly the same thing. And if this oh came out of nowhere, Lord. it's possible that that was something that she would have been open to uh, or was thinking about. And, and yeah, yeah. yeah, again, know your person, but it's a 50-50 shot of maybe she'd be really happy to go – down the road of picking picking out, out whether she's going in yeah, yeah, yeah. or a cough. I mean, I, Kyle, I assume you already have your kiss coffin picked out. Oh, I know they exist. Yeah. I, I have not. No, I wanted to be cremated, to be honest. Okay. Kiss urn, I'm, I'm sure. Kiss, oh, probably. yeah. Um, uh, yeah oh, Heather, has, has, uh, has any of this helped, uh, Heather? <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Uh, right. Thanks, Kyle, for the answer. <laughs> no problem. Right. Best of luck to you. It's going to be rough, but it can also be really, really uh, beautiful uh, as well. A couple other quick updates as we uh, get back from the, the Thanksgiving holiday break. This one, I don't know who could have seen this coming. I don't know who uh, would have predicted. Oh, wait, everybody. With the APEC conference over and done with in San Francisco, business owners are now complaining that the city has reverted back to a den for homelessness and drug use. What? No way. Uh-uh. Yeah. But they, they fixed it. Yeah, and, and Gavin Newsom, he, he told the truth. He right. said, we do this all the time, and, right. and we're not going to do anything after the fact either. He did. He did. We had to give him the props. You know, whenever any politician, whether you love him or hate him or have no opinion on him, when they tell you the truth to your face, you got to go, well, Whoa. I mean, that's something. Uh, he literally said, quote, I know folks are saying... They're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. That's true because it's true. End quote. Best quote, quote ever. And I love that last part. That's true because it's true. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, yes, San Francisco rushed to clean up the city for the Chinese president and other foreign dignitaries. And now restaurant owners like Tony Panku are coming out publicly saying uh, to CBS things like this. Quote, they cleaned up the people. They cleaned up the streets. They made the city look so good and impressive for the foreigners and the politicians. And now... It's all come back, back to where it was before, end quote. And then Tony shows his naivete when he says he was hopeful that things would turn around in San Francisco. Oh, no, sweetie. Uh, adding that a new skating oh, rink near his business might have attracted more people and therefore more business uh, and uh, other such. Uh, no, that's going to be yeah. a ghost yeah. town of a skating rink. Yes, and, uh, and a sleeping area for uh, homeless yeah. people. Uh, also, um, uh, this is not over the Thanksgiving weekend. This was last weekend leading up to the Thanksgiving break. A bunch of college kids in Chicago learned an important life lesson. A Mexican place near Northwestern University had a $1 burrito event. 
This is right before they head oh, home for the holidays. All right. $1 burrito? Big Wig Tacos and Burritos held a $1 burrito deal just as kids were heading home to see their families, some of whom did not get there because they started showing up at the university health clinic with stomach pains and diarrhea. Oh, oh. yeah. Uh, all of whom had eaten at uh, Big Wig Tacos and Burritos. Uh, it, and it oh, caused a no. norovirus outbreak. Oh, God. Oh, no. Uh, the lesson for the Northwestern students might uh, be if someone offers you a burrito that cheap, be suspicious. Yeah. Or if it's too good to be true, it probably is. That's good, another good lesson for Cyber Monday and such. That does sound good, though, when you're in college. It like does. a dollar burrito. Uh, someone, uh, by the way, norovirus is caused by someone not washing their hands after uh, they use the bathroom. The doo-doo. Oh. And then preparing food. <laughs> All right. And it is highly contagious uh, and easy to pass on oh, to other people. God, it's yeah. so quick and easy to wash the hands. But it's Jesus. quicker and easier not to. Let's get to Win Rob's Change. We do it every morning at 6.30 and oh, 9.30. Uh, before we get to Chris, the princess spreadsheeter in the gay area, <laughs> a note from Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, who a few Ooh. rounds ago wrote the clues for the largest ever Win Rob's Change um, uh, jackpot, and it ultimately led you to your your phone uh, 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 keypad. Durr. It's the keypad, Rob. What's that thing you do when you touch that? I not think of it either. I was like, oh, I'm bailing on him. I, I don't know. Once you figured out she was describing <laughs> the word agents, agents, sounded like I said Asians there yeah. for a minute, agents, <laughs> then you had to type in those numbers and you got the amount. And she says, I'm so thankful for Mike who wrote in last week after he met y'all at Brian Palooza. He's the person who won the last round of Windrobs Champions that I wrote the clues for, and I loved hearing the story about his custom-made T-shirt that celebrated spelling agents on a phone keypad. Oh, look, keypad. It's right there in the email I have in front of me. She says, that's awesome. Awesome. I was pretty proud of those clues, and I'm excited that there's a shirt out there now commemorating it. Commemorating it. Very cool. Yes, this was the shirt that stumped Brandon and I for like 30 seconds as we're pointing at his shirt going, duh, a dodgy. <laughs> <laughs> and we finally figured out what it was, and then we didn't even make the connection. Oh, you're the guy. I know. We didn't even acknowledge him. He was probably like, dear God, they're dumb. It wasn't even that late in our five-hour event. What was wrong with this? Oh. <sighs> All right. That's what he was thinking as he I, walked I, I, away. Yes, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, here is uh, the update from Chris, the princess spreadsheeter in the gay area. Gay area. Although he's not in the gay area. Remember, gay he's area. spending the week with his wife's family in Canada. Oh, yeah. Hey, yo. He says, uh, Canadian Thanksgiving was back on October 9th, so last week was just like any other week up here in the great white north. But there were still a couple of family dinners featuring the best Italian food you've ever had. <gasps> oh, hey, do you, do you have instant access, Brandon, to Italian accordion music? Can you, uh, sure. I should, I should have told you. I was, when I was reading this email, I thought, oh, Dawn would love it if I had Italian music behind me oh, while I was, while I was yes. describing Chris's uh, non-Thanksgiving Italian Ooh, good, family feast. The good mob Italian. Whatever you yeah. got, Brandon, because I know <laughs> it's not like that easy to get. Just get some hey, Italian music. No, don't mambo do that. Italian. No, no. Oh, hey. And don't give me vocals. Thank you. Perfect. That's what I wanted. That there were still a couple of family dinners featuring the best Italian food you've ever had. Melt in your mouth lasagna with paper thin sheets of pasta and sauce made from the tomatoes grown in the garden. Ah! Countless different pastas and soups, veal and lamb cutlets, so many cakes and pastries, and delicious espresso. Ah, mm. yum! And you can uh, kill, kill the music. Well, and the cakes and pastries, if they were Italian, weren't sweet. On, uh, God, I swear. On Saturday evening, we went five-pin bowling with Monica's parents. 
I'd never played this game before, and it was challenging and quite fun. No, it wasn't. Five-pin bowling is the way that those pussy Canadians dumbed down actual bowling because they're so soft. The whole thing was invented back in 1909 uh, when a, a guy who owned a bowling alley in Toronto had to had to placate customers who were complaining that the ten-pin version that we play yeah. is too strenuous, eh? I can't, I love Canadians. They're just the nicest people. They're too nice. I've been around so many. I've been to Canada God. a few times, and then hockey games where it's just filled with Canadians, and they're just such lovely people. Yes, and just remember where <laughs> nice guys finish. Hey, hey, the game, this is too hard, eh? And so they created oh, five-pin bowling. So and the the balls they made the balls smaller so they're not as heavy. Oh, okay, well that's yeah. fun. Yeah, it's so fun if you're a baby. Oh, so we don't need the bumpers, maybe. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, then you can complain about not having the bumpers because you might throw it in the gutter ball and feel bad about yourself. Oh, eh? <laughs> and then they've got five pins in a V. They're they're seventy five percent the size of a regular bowling pin, so they're easier to knock down. Ooh, I like this. Yeah, so the the little Canadians' egos don't get hurt, <laughs> and they even have a head, heavy rubber band around their middles, so that they they move even farther when you hit them. Ooh, mm. I like oh. it like a slingshot. Yes, yes, Woo! that's it's like pickleball for people who can't play tennis. God <laughs> damn it. Stupid Canadians. And the only reason Chris likes it is because they have this complicated mathematical way of each pin having a different number assigned to it, and that's how you keep score. So that's what he liked about it. It'd be cooler if they used a hockey stick and a puck to knock down the pins instead. It'd make it more Canadian. Cooler if they just played bowling. I never thought I'd be standing up for bowling as a tough sport. Hey. I think I'm missing a page of Chris's printout. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, you want another one? Yeah. Because I only have I only have his uh, update on what, he, what he's in Canada. I don't have the odds for today's round. He goes on to say, Kyle, I'm still on the lookout for some Canadian goody, goodies to send you. I've asked about moose jerky, but that isn't actually a thing up here, despite what you might expect. Hmm. You can get poutine at the Costco food court. Of, of course, what? we get hot oh dogs and yeah, pizza. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> but I'm not sure it would fare well on the trip home, never mind shipping it to you. Oof. I can definitely pick up one thing that is popular here in Canada, and I know Kyle's response to this because I was an eyewitness already to something. Lay's ketchup-flavored potato chips. Let me know if you want me to grab you a bag. No, thank you. And why is that? Sorry, I have plenty from the uh, guy who brought us some at Palooza last weekend. Um, There was a whole bag of them, and they're just... They're not that great. They're fine at best. Oh, it, it I mean, love ketchup, but that just it, it, they, it also good. isn't something we needed. Ugh. Chris, uh-huh. I know you're trying to find moose jerky. You might not have that there, but uh, Kyle really wants a moose knuckle. If you could ship one of those down. <laughs> oh, I actually had that this weekend, <laughs> so it's all good. <laughs> Thank you, though. As for oh, when Rob's nice. change, Shannon had a good guess at 9.30 last Wednesday, and Rob gave us yet another word clue, so there are now 170,346 valid guesses left in my spreadsheet which is still a .0006% chance of winning with the next guess. For comparison, according to a report in the Journal of Sex Research, oh, I should subscribe to this, <laughs> it is 100,000 times more likely that a female college student who has engaged in unwanted sexual activity did so because she was being altruistic, something known as the good old pity blank. Yes, uh, thank oh. you. Thank you to you ladies who do engage that oh, uh, in times of need hey. for certain guys. Uh, we have had uh, six guesses, and you've had a bunch of uh, word scavenger hunt clues. Give us the seventh guess. If it's not correct, you'll get another clue. Will it be wordy or mathy? Hmm. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's change. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. 
First, it was rad radio. Then it was bad radio. Now it's just awful. This is the Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. Hey. Brando. Yes? Weren't we supposed to have all holiday bumpers in there from Bob? That was, I think that was a holiday oh. bumper. Oh. Didn't say anything about the holidays. Okay. I'll, I'll double check my list. Maybe I mis, mis, misremembered what my thinking was. Uh, we got this uh, email uh, from a Heather. Hey, Heather. Says, uh, I am not a baker. I cook fine. But in our family, <laughs> baking is uh, my mother-in-law and sister-in-law's forte. This Thanksgiving, neither ladies were going to be with us for Thanksgiving, and I kept hearing you mention Dawn's pumpkin cheesecake. It was tempting me. My sister-in-law makes the best pumpkin cheesecake I've ever had, but it was unlikely that we'd see her on Thanksgiving, and she'd be traveling if she came, so she probably wouldn't make the cheesecake. <laughs> so I decided to watch the video Dawn made on how to make the cheesecake, and I began to believe that I might be able to pull it off. I decided to go for it. I made the cheesecake on Wednesday. Now I had to go shopping for my daughter's birthday. Oh, shopping the day before Thanksgiving. Wow, oh. yeah. Oh, brutal. So as soon as I felt the cheesecake had the proper amount of jiggle to be fully cooked, I left my husband to handle the last few steps, and he's very competent, so no problem there. When I came home, the cheesecake was cooling in the fridge and looked good. Thursday morning, it was time to turn on the oven and start cooking some various horse adorves. <laughs> While preheating, the oven began smoking. My husband thought the smoke would burn off. Maybe it was just a little butter, but it was getting worse. I finally ran over and turned it off, and then the flames started. Oh, 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 God, the flames. flames. <laughs> Luckily, we have a fire extinguisher in the pantry, oh. and we had to use it. G- good thing you should have one in your kitchen. <laughs> now we had a giant mess in the oven and on the counters. We determined that oil and butter from the cheesecake had dripped down below and accumulated. My husband did recall that the cheesecake pan was pretty greasy at the bottom, and I remember Dawn mentioning that she places a pan below the cake. In case anything dripped. I didn't do that. Uh So, now I know in the future. All was fine after we cleaned the oven and the cheesecake turned out to be excellent. My sister-in-law even came for Thanksgiving and she even liked it enough to take a piece home. Thank you, Dawn. Oh, I'm glad it turned out. And oh my God. Yeah, my pumpkin cheesecake is literally totally different now. It's still very good, but I mean completely different. It has matured. Uh, It It has has evolved. And I will never... Give this recipe. Well, no, I do have it written for when I'm dead because some of the nieces want it. <laughs> Just one more reason to root for Dawn's death. <laughs> the best things in life are free. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees. With Rush Change. What I want. With Rush Change. What I want. With Rush Change. Make your best guess and estimate. The calculation in Rob Shara's change. With Rob's change. What I want. With Rob's change. What I want. With Rob's change. Caller 18, Win Rob's change is Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Good morning. Good morning. All right. We have had six uh, clues, or guesses rather, and clues. Uh, we are looking for the seventh guest. What is your number? All right. Seems like a legitimate guess so far. Not sure where she came up with that number, and I can't ask her because then you might give away some of the clues uh, that we've already given. But for $826.01, you lose. That is incorrect. (laughs) Here comes clue number seven, which is your final word clue in terms of what... Or where I am describing. And if you put this together (laughs) with all of the other previous clues from two to now, 
you hopefully will know where I've been talking about, and then you're that much closer to the answer. Clue number seven to win Rob's change. All of the numbers you need in the final correct answer are in the zip code. Oh. All of the numbers you need Ooh. are in the zip code. Now, that's a good one. So, and I'll be able to tell you uh, with the very next guess whether or not the 930 guesser has figured out the correct place because that would determine oh. whether or not no, it's a legitimate guess or not, kind of, okay, sort of. So that's fun. So things like that is what we'll do uh, moving forward. So your next chance to win Rob's change is at 930. We're going to do a couple different versions today of the holiday pile. Just 28 days until oh. Christmas morning. Oh, oh, oh. oh yes, God you damn it. are. <laughs> Seven days more than that uh, until it's 2024. And just, uh, hold on, let me check. Uh, yeah, 79 days until Valentine's Day. Doobie doobie doo. Yeah, I still have to go Christmas shopping. A lot of people were out uh, quickly uh, doing that. In fact, where is that store? I'm going to jump to that story since you made that comment. Okay. Here we are. See, I've got them. I just didn't have them in that order. Here we go. Uh, today is uh, what used to, I mean, it still is because it's a marketing scam. I mean, a uh, ploy uh, <laughs> called Cyber Monday. Hell yeah, woo woo. It's an irrelevancy because everything's changed with the way we treat Black Friday because we're all online now. The uh, evolution of Black, yeah. Black Friday has made Cyber Monday obsolete. Americans spent a record $9.8 billion online on Black Friday this year. Right here. That was your Cyber Monday woo -woo. debut. Finally got myself an air fryer, bitches! All yeah. right! Finally took the plunge! Nice! Uh, for in-person sales, stores only saw a 1% bump at physical stores. People yeah. just aren't doing oh, it. God, they, the thought of it? No. Yeah, the whole allure of, of running over people for that toy you need has just gone away. Uh, 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 half of those online purchases were made uh, by people using their phones, which almost always means it's impulse buying. <laughs> uh, it was not all <laughs> gifts. We bought plenty of stuff for ourselves, too. Yep. Like Dawn's Instant Fryer Merry or Instant Air Fryer or whatever yeah. the hell. Hey, hey, you know what? And this has been years in the making, so I, I felt okay about it. I felt like it wasn't an impulse. I was just, I had a very specific one in mind, <laughs> and it was a little too pricey all the years, and I liked the price this year. Um, ba -ba -ba -ba. $79 million of sales came from buy now, pay later plans. That's up 47% uh, from last year. Uh, a, a, commentary on the economy and the fact that we're not going to not buy gifts for Christmas, even though a lot of Americans are hurting yeah, quite badly. I, we, I loved that as a kid, man. We always had the layaway. You come in, got to go to Kmart and make the payment. Sure. It's not as much fun for the parents no, or, or the adults. Uh, we got a lot of emails. We appreciate the reports. Uh, even Heather's, where she almost burned down her house on Thanksgiving, thanks to Dawn. Um, no, she didn't follow my instructions. Nobody had any issues like that with my turkey recipe. Not that you know what. Maybe they're too embarrassed to email about it. You're, you're right. You're right. As far as I know, man. no one almost or did burn down their home and bother to, to reach out and let me know that. Scoozy, she she did say in her email that she did ignore when I said to use a pan so it, the butter doesn't drip, drip, drip. Oh, oh, oh you know what? Uh, let's see. Here's one then to that comment. You guys are just going to throw me curveballs here left and right. Uh, Eric wrote in and said, uh, hell yes, Rob, best turkey ever so effing juicy. And that's even though I cooked it over by 15 degrees. Huh. See, so he made a mistake with my recipe. Right, yeah. Everything turned out amazing. Uh, 
excuse me. No, she said uh, the pumpkin cheesecake turned no, out amazing. No, no dry meat and no fires. So uh, that's really good. It wasn't a no. fire fire. Good uh, Lord. They still have their uh, house. Flames were involved. That's a fire. That's a party. That is the definition <laughs> of a fire. <laughs> I tell you what. There was no fires in my kitchen, but the rad turkey that I made with the turkey brine and the rotisserie style was straight fire. Outstanding. Mm-hmm. It's all good? Yeah, it was all great. Oh, we left it in the fridge a little longer so the uh-huh. skin got crispier. And uh, the wings and the drumsticks are the best. Yeah. Super crispy. Yeah. Outstanding. Uh, Always love hearing that. All the videos are still posted. If you're a a weirdo that does uh, turkey at at Christmas, uh, all the recipes are still up there. Uh, The brine is still available in the stupid store. Super store. And there are a few uh, various local vendors and partners uh, that are carrying it. Please check uh, online if they're sold out or not. Uh, to see. Uh, and also remember that if you're in the greater Sacramento area that NorCal Gun Vault in Rockland is collecting toys for the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots Christmas Drive. You bring in $20 worth of new unwrapped toys for donation along with the purchase uh, receipt, uh, the receipt for proving purchase, and NorCal Gun Vault will give you a bag of rad turkey uh, brine. And remember the brine is good for at least 18 months. Connie wrote in and said, I got tasked with cooking Thanksgiving this year due to my father having health issues. I've done it before, but it had been a while. I brined them in the rad brine, and they tasted amazing. My granddaughter and I watched the video on how to make the stuffing, and we laughed, and we laughed. Then we watched the gravy video, and my daughter asked where the funny lady was. That would be my mom (laughs) uh, uh, in those two uh, videos. As I watched the videos, I realized that Rob and I have very similar cooking styles. Thanks for the extra help via the videos. That's uh, fantastic. Thank you, Your mother's um, uh, stuffing. Oh, yes. Yes. I was so nervous, but it came out so great. I think the only thing I felt... Um, I probably could have added a little more of the broth. My husband said it was perfect, and he loved it. And he is one to definitely um, – we have a very honest relationship when it comes to food because we want to improve on what we're doing. We don't want to be told something's good, and we keep serving it, and it's not. What's the fun in that? He thought it was great and perfect, but I was like, uh, a teeny bit too dry for me. I too wanted dry. to put a little gravy on it. The uh, I thought of you on uh, Wednesday, I guess, when I was when I was prepping my mom's stuffing because there was a moment there where I, where I – it was great. It was it was perfect, and, and and I I just fridged it and then cooked it on Thanksgiving. And I was gonna text you, and I thought I'm just gonna get inside her head. I'm just gonna let her do it and follow the the directions, because I didn't I didn't want you to start second guessing what yeah. you were what well, you were doing. So and your mom's her directions are beautiful because she even says you know add a little more. Yep. And and I wanted to, but Mike Gary was looking. I was like, I think it looks great. And he took a little bite, and he said, No, no, it's good. And I'm like, Okay, fine. And I took a, a different page out of Kyle's book, speaking of the stuffing, and I made oh. some some various uh, leftover recipes. Uh, but you were gonna make, or you would suggest? I don't know if you're gonna make it. You had suggested what with the stuffing? This is how this all came up on Wednesday. What did I suggest with I, the stuffing? Yeah. No, putting no. it in a, in a oh, waffle, a waffle maker. That's yes! right, stuffing waffles. We were talking about something like bacon being in it or something. Yeah. So I made a couple different hacks uh, that uh, I'm gonna include in our. 2024 rad cookbook for things you can do with because they were all excellent where you can make you make a, 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 basically a thanksgiving pot pie but it's not a pot pie you're using the stuffing as the crust oh. and then the mashed potatoes as the topping yeah. uh, that was that was one of them that i did and then there was like a way to make a, a, a stuffing muffin that tastes like oh, thanksgiving as well yeah, so that's some fun on uh, nice. on friday I, I made, um, I thought of our damn cookbook that's going to come out. The new damn one. it. <laughs> yeah. Damn that cookbook. No, the see, most popular thing we do. People love it. Uh, <laughs> you know. Except for baking. I definitely will 
um, you know, it's a science, right? Where with cooking, you can kind of little this, little that. And that's how I, I learned to cook. It's how a lot of Italians learn to cook. You know, this or that, and you taste it. And I don't write anything down. And I made, oh, my God, it turned out so good with the leftover turkey, this most amazing soup. And it was creamy. as a creamy turkey and rice soup. And I went, I have no idea what I just did. <laughs> and this could have went in the cookbook. Yep. And, you know, and that's going to be my directions. A little of this and a little of that. And or, and or, you know, <laughs> some point between uh, now and the middle of the next year when we start to get pressured, you just grab a turkey breast from the store and try to recreate it while writing it down and you, see how close you do get. Do you understand how that goes against, like, my blood? To just have an actual ingredient <laughs> yeah, for I cooking know. is annoying. Understood. Uh, God, even and, when I look at, your mom's is probably the first one I actually followed from, I looked at and followed completely. Usually when I see a recipe, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll do this and I'll do that and I'll boop, 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 boop. It's like, ah. So, yeah, it apparently goes against God. your blood and that apparently goes against your work ethic and your desire <laughs> to actually uh, be part of our cookbook and help and all that. So with turkey leftovers, I have to give credit to, to my beautiful spouse, but she made a again. Greek salad. It was, you, you, yes. you know what? It's yeah. it's like uh, pickled cucumbers and onion salad. You guys ever had that before? Where it's a, in rice wine vinegar? Yeah. But, okay. So yeah, it's like yeah. cottamata olives, a oh, little yeah. bit of feta cheese, and then turkey, and then a little bit of Greek seasoning with some sour cream oh. and yogurt of some sort. I yes. don't know. I didn't make it. But it was fantastic, and I wanted to put it on like pita bread to make a gyro. Yeah, oh. no, I love Mediterranean food. Oh, all, all good yeah. sound and stuff. Brando, you were you were hosting this year, or what? Well, you were cooking, not hosting. right? Yeah, I was in charge of the turkeys. We did two. I did a grilled traditional roasted turkey, but on the grill because some people don't like the taste of smoke or spice. Because the spot, the uh, smoked turkey that I did was the best turkey I've made in my life. Oh! It was hands down the greatest turkey ever. Um, it had Cajun seasoning and spices and some other special things. The injection was a beer and honey injection. Whoa. And that was phenomenal. Good. It was melt in your mouth, juicy, so good. The roasted grilled turkey was, was great as well. But man, people could not stop talking about that. Oh! the smoked turkey I and my girlfriend did the uh your mom's crazy stuffing as well that was another hit by the um, way it's a, it's the stuffing isn't crazy my mother is right. so just to clarify <laughs> so it, it, outstanding thanksgiving once again thank Good. you to your uh your help that's fantastic uh and the the uh, the, the smoked turkey came up last week when you said that there were people that didn't like smoked turkey and i and i said what what it's the best and you pointed out that there are various issues with various people because when you nail it it is the best. It is, it is just like, it is the showstopper. It's so good. My husband, for the first time, did that. We did like the two huge turkey breasts and they had the skin and all that. And um, he did your refrigerator thing, all that. Yum, yum. And it was the first time him doing it in the smoker. And oh my God, it just, I opened windows because I loved the smell coming in the mm. house. Oh, it yeah. was so, and it was, oh my God, it was so good. I could have just ate like a handful of turkey and I would have been happy. And the cool thing so then too yummy. is that whatever shirt you were wearing while you were doing it is so delicious the next day. Oh, it is. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so it's it's Monday. Does anyone still have leftovers in their fridge? Yeah, <laughs> barely. Uh, yeah, I have like maybe a piece of pumpkin pie left and we ate okay. three of them. Okay. Uh, it's been four days since Thanksgiving. Lots of people do still have leftovers in the fridge. In a new poll, 7% of people say they are still eating leftovers, but food scientists say that today is the day. Wrap it up. Yeah. No uh, more. Come on. They say, hey, you know, you know, I, I, I only report this stuff. I, I, I do the, 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 the sight and the smell check. <laughs> uh, the uh, U.S. Department of Agriculture's Food and Safety Inspection Service recommends throwing out refrigerated leftovers after four days, regardless of the time of the year. 
Uh, however, you could freeze them. If they're kept in the freezer, they can stay good for three to four months. Um, I did a bunch of desserts and two of them that I did. The cheesecake, my niece Queenie used to be on the show. She loves cheesecake. I specifically did it for her without the pumpkin. And so people got slices and she took that home. But what stayed at the house were the pecan, a southern pecan pie that I made and a, bleh, a pumpkin pie. And I just, all weekend, I walked downstairs and Gary would be walking around with the pecan pie in its, you know. Still in its tin. Or, just or, eating uh, it, yes, mm -hmm. and pops with the pumpkin pie. So they, yeah, they finished that <laughs> off yesterday. Mm, yeah. So <laughs> after Thanksgiving, so it was Thanksgiving and then Friday, and then Saturday, I was still eating Thanksgiving leftovers for breakfast and lunch, and then dinner came around. I'm like, okay, we need to eat something else. So I go yeah. get Chinese food takeout, Ooh, come back, wow. and we still have plenty of turkey. So the next morning after Chinese food, so Sunday morning, we mix turkey with chicken mushu and plum sauce. Oh, and it worked out yeah. really good. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, <laughs> last week, Edgar was checking in with us because he was going to do the turduck and a, a chicken stuffed inside of a duck stuffed inside of a turkey thing uh, that uh, that I did once. And I just, it was it was fine to good. It was just more work than, than I wanted to do. Uh, but he was excited about it. And he says, I made the turducken. And everyone loved it. Aww. The turducken was the first thing to be finished, safe to say. The turducken was a mission successful. The only leftovers we had was the turkey that I made just by itself in case people didn't like it. But, man, I really didn't expect everyone to love the turducken. Okay, see, now here's the, pro here's the other problem, Edgar. Now you're stuck. Now you know how much work it is, and now you have to do it every year. Yeah. Because it's like, you, you did this. You did the turducken. You're going to do it again, right? So mm. <laughs> that's that's what you get. Uh, we're going to play uh, Master of Movies right now. We have some holiday cash for you, a $100 Visa gift card. We'll give you a hint and play a famous movie clip. You give us the title of the movie it's from, and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if nobody knows the movie, <laughs> droplets everywhere and no winner. We need a winner. 888-989-9811 for Master of Movies. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob Anybody. and Dawn Show. Welcome back to It's the End of the Broadcast Year and They Don't Care edition of RAD. Email the show, please. It helps us kill time. RAD at radradio.com. We got this one from uh, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. It says, thank you, Rob, for your holiday videos and recipes. My dad insisted my 22-pound bird was going to take seven hours to cook. I told him not to worry. I'm following Rob. After 45 <laughs> minutes of searing and two and a half hours cooking, it was perfect. Thank you so much. Much. Wow, that's quite a difference from seven hours. Yeah, literally half the time. <laughs> yeah. Seven hours versus three and a half hours. I was laughing uh, as I was uh, preparing for our Thanksgiving. It was just my wife and me. So uh, I did a, a turkey breast in the rotisserie, and then I smoked some turkey legs and some turkey wings, which I, I did some Cajun stuff and some uh, uh, some some fun uh, spices uh, with those. But the 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 online guides for smoking turkey legs uh, and and wings because it's basically the same kind of meat. Uh, from you know the dark meat and things like went from uh, one for the same size that we had uh, I found a bunch of and, and I go to cooks I don't I don't I'm not a big fan of like the 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 home cooks like what is it all recipes or simply recipes oh, where they're just yeah. like they're all submitting I, I, yeah, I all can't, can't vet them so I go to actual chefs and cooks that I know I've trusted or whatever from an hour and a half to five hours to do exactly the same thing. The, the, these times per minute thing, they're a joke, and, and you got to stop doing it. I mean, I am obviously I'm not a chef and not trained or anything like that. However, you if you cook long enough, you learn things that you're like, 
that totally work for you. And when I read the opposite, I'm like, but that's not true for me. Like when they're saying, you know, um, oh, be careful when you put uncooked rice into a soup. You know, all this stuff can go wrong and mushy and this or that. And I'm like, I've literally never had that issue. And then sometimes I like to add cream cheese to a soup for the creaminess. And they're oh. like, oh, God, it'll curdle. It's this or that. Don't do it. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've literally never had any issues. What's happening yeah. Her dad would have cooked that turkey oh t- twice as long. Oh. And they would have had turkey jerky. And rubber. Uh, Bradley says, Rob, thank you for your videos on uh, cooking the perfect turkey. I used your guys' brine, and I prepped and cooked my turkey exactly as you said so. Said to the bad side is my whole family told me I will now be making my smoked turkey every Thanksgiving. <laughs> that is the, the the trap that you fall. But into. I mean, you're guaranteed a good turkey. Uh, right. and, and an you exhausted know? Friday, an exhausted Wednesday, an exhausted Tuesday. Uh, Kimberly says, "Thank you, thank you, thank you." Once again, our turkey was amazing. Even the guest who had to bring a ham because they don't like turkey oh. loved my turkey. Oh. Gobble, gobble. So Thanks. what they didn't like was dry-ass turkey. Exactly. They haven't had it done right. Turkey Brian's still available in the stupid store. Superstore. Go to radradio.com. We will ship it to you if you want to make another one at Christmas or any time early next year. Brian's good for 18 months. And we do have a few small business vendors we're partnered with in Northern California and Northern Nevada. They're all listed at radradio.com in the stupid store Super as well. Store. Uh, and then we got this from Brianna. We were talking about leftovers and and other traditions, says we make Thanksgiving leftover egg rolls every year. Ooh, yum. We eat a day drink, eat our leftover <laughs> egg rolls, and binge watch a new series. Oh, wow, really? Series. A new um, series. Hmm. <laughs> like you, a satellite radio cool. thing? Why so serious? Is it a Joker series? so serious? <laughs> this year, uh, we had a turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing uh, in the egg rolls, and then we dipped them in gravy or cranberry sauce, and they were delicious. If you can figure out the movie, we will start with caller 18. Hello, Rob. Rob. Rob? Now, this is another funny moment. Okay. The first time that your humble host, named Rob, tried to take a phone call an hour ago, uh, we couldn't hear Heather because there's a button on the board that's always pressed that wasn't pressed. Now, I don't know why I got unpressed, but it's my job right before we go on the show to look at the, the control board and go, yep, everything is right. Okay. My fault. Here we are an hour later. Contest. <laughs> There's three uh, callers. And usually, a little behind the scenes here, while the jingle is playing, and, and even if you're watching on Rad TV, you don't see this because we have our fancy little uh, Master of Movies thing where they, we show King Kong and all these other things. My, my, I turn sideways because there's a phone over here to my right. It's an old landline phone. And I, and I, and I press, I press caller 18, and, and I lock it in. I lock, so it can't be hung up on. Okay? Yeah. And then I lock in caller 19, and I lock in caller 20. So that's all done while the Master of Movies jingle is playing. Yes. And we come back, and I do a little setup, and then I go, caller 18. Eh, I didn't do any of that. So... <laughs> That's what happens when I take four days, I guess. A little too much tryptophan, making you a little sleepy. Let's try this again. Non-host named Rob, caller 18, hello. Hello, can you hear me now? Yeah, sorry about that. You will guess first if you know the movie you win. If not, we'll go to Laura. Good morning. Good morning. And Allison, you're caller 20. Good morning. Morning, good girl. 
Charles? We are looking for a crime film from 1997. What's going on? You're Mrs. Pruitt from Washington Street? Yes. Agent Stuckey, FBI. What is that crime film from 1997? What's going on? You're Mrs. Pruitt from Washington Street? Yes. Agent Stuckey, FBI. Rob, do you know the movie? Planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> <laughs> Are they committed any crimes in that? What about you, Laura? I have no idea. Oh, Allison, it's up to you. Uh, face off? You lose. Oh, yeah, and yeah, good guess. It was 1997. Nick Cage, John Travolta, <laughs> trade faces. <laughs> Not the best one of the trilogy. This was uh, Home Alone 3. <laughs> An inept group of criminals tries to get a stolen top secret computer chip through airport security. Crime, crime movie. So it ends up in a toy car in the luggage of the elderly Mrs. Hess. Unable to promptly retrieve the chip, the felons follow her and the car to her neighborhood. And after she gives the toy to young Alex Pruitt, not played by Macaulay Culkin, uh, who is homesick from school, he becomes the target of the criminals in this crime movie from 1997. Home Alone 3. What's going on? You're Mrs. Pruitt from Washington Street? Yes. Agent Stuckey, FBI. I came to talk to your son. You call the Air Force about a computer chip and a remote control car? No. Oh, God. It's Alex. This is my, my other son. Why, what's happened? He may be in danger. <laughs> Two more chances for you to win at 8 and 9 a.m. Have you seen the new commercial with Macaulay Culkin doing the Home Alone thing? And I, it might, I don't know who it's for. Is it ah, for? so it's effective. Right? Good advertising. <laughs> it's either for Amazon or Alexa. Might be for Alexa. Oh, everybody's, Alexas are going off now. <laughs> But it's he actually did a great job. You you have to Google it. It's, it just goes through and he because I think it is Alexa because he's Don't asking to. her to like do the house scene where it looks like there's people dancing and whatnot. And but it is updated for like these times. Uh, we got this email from Evan. Hi Evan. If you listen to us on our app from time to time or all the time, uh, you'll hear commercials for all of our advertisers in the northern Nevada and northern California area. So you might be sitting in your living room uh, on the app in. Elk Grove, California, and you'll hear an advertisement for somebody in, in Reno. And Evan says, I want to send a thank you to Rob and his choice in advertisers. Given I'm from California, I would have never known about Coconut Bowl at Wild Island in Sparks, oh, Nevada, yeah, yeah. if it wasn't for your show. Aww. On Saturday, we really just needed some family time without all the family. <laughs> so the wife, the kids, and I, period, made the two-hour drive to Coconut <laughs> Bowl to give it a shot. That place is awesome. Awesome. Huge indoor playground, go-karts, arcade game for days, mini golf, laser tag, so much more. Fun. Sounds like our commercial. <laughs> Time felt like it flew by when we realized that we had been there for five hours. Whoa. Yeah. And we didn't even do everything. So we will be making another trip back when we need another family escape. Oh, I nice. love that. So thank you again from the whole family. That is also perfect timing because uh, next week, starting next week, as we finish out our broadcast year, we're going to be qualifying people for uh, one of two different grand prizes, one of which will be a company party giveaway at Coconut Bowl Whoa. for either a post-holiday party. A lot, a lot of people are like, I, I, I want to do a party. I want to do something for the for my staff, my team. But, oh, the holidays, it's already too hectic. It's, so you do sure. post-holiday post parties. It's, you know, January, you got the blues. So it's like early next year, it's good. January through March, I think it's going to be. Uh, or you can just call it a regular company party if you're the winner. Up to 50 people. Damn. Uh, VIP bowling garage, four private bowling lanes, uh, lanes catering options, including uh, the taco bar or prime rib. Oh, uh, and it's valued at up to $2,000. So that'll Damn. all start uh, next Monday, a week from the day. We'll start qualifying people to uh, win. In that 
and another prize that we will tell you about later. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Rad Radio to you. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Boxing Day, Happy Festivus. Oh, come on. That's it. I'm out of here. Rad Radio, whatever. <laughs> Got a few emails. Uh, RAD at radradio.com. The uh, follow up to Thanksgiving. Uh, Christy wrote in, says, Rob's Crazy Mom stuffing was a huge hit. Yum. Wish I had a waffle maker to follow Kyle, Kyle's idea. Hint, uh-huh. hint for Christmas, honey. <laughs> Waffle maker. Uh, the uh, the uh, all the recipes, including my mom's stuff, the recipe posted at radradio.com, and the videos for them as well. Uh, if you want to duplicate or use any of them for Christmas or any other holidays along the way, uh, one of our many Kyles wrote in and said, "Rob, I'm looking at a new smoker. Which one do you use?" I'll answer it, but I don't want to start this. Oh boy. I I I, I and I'll tell you why. It's great that you find things that you like, and I love my smoker. I, it's the best one I've ever used. I think it's great. I'm just not that guy who shows up at every party or every barbecue and says. Oh, using that, huh? You know, you really got to get, and then you insert your thing. And, and they're, they're, it, it's usually Traeger people and Green Egg people. <laughs> shut up. Aww. I'm glad you like them. I have no problem with them. But just shut up about it. Yeah. And if, because you really kind of make yourself look like an idiot. Because if you're a great cook or even a really good cook, you can do it on anything under any circumstances. Yes, it's wonderful when you find your thing that you like. But it doesn't mean it's the only way to do it and that you need to go around telling people <sighs> yeah. what they should use. What I use, I use the uh, most updated version of the Masterbuilt electric smoker. Uh, in fact, this one's uh, new. Uh, we just started using it about a, a month ago. I love it. It's got everything tricked up. Uh, I'm still learning the options. That's what I use. I'm only mentioning it because you asked. What does, is, does electric mean? There's no smoke? No, it means you plug it in to make it work. Ah. Laramie wrote in. <laughs> And we have an answer uh, for something we've been wondering about because we were talking about how uh, the turkey brine, we know it has a shelf life of 18 months. That's what we safely can say according to the distributors and the manufacturers that we use. But we have been wondering. I mean, it's just dehydrated herbs, spices, dried up stuff. I mean, we keep these things in our pantry. Here's the latest. Laramie says, I just wanted to say thank you for the brine. It made the best turkey ever. And for a little insight, the turkey brine I used was your 2020 proprietary oh, blend. Oh, yeah. nice. good to know. So there's a three-year shelf life yeah. uh, report. We have another Radder Day coming up this Saturday morning. This is exclusively on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. We will be here this Saturday morning live from, of course, 6 to 9. Ow, ow, ow. It'll be commercial-free and uncensored. It'll only be on Rad TV. You can watch it live, listen live, and then it lives forever at members.radradio.com. <laughs> Let's talk to Steve Mickelson, hey, Steve. live from Las Vegas, Nevada, and MixPix.com. Two Ks in Mix, two Ks in Picks, and the Mix Picks podcast that he and I do every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. live on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. And uh, by the way, we will be, Steve and I will be uh, doing uh, a couple of the Mix Picks podcasts live during our usual holiday break because wow. there's too much going on. There's too much college football. There's too much NFL football right at the meat of the playoffs. Uh, so uh, we will uh, we will be here on uh, December, I believe it's the 27th and January 3rd, right? Uh, or, uh, or I think those are the Wednesdays yep. uh, when we, we will be here. Steve and I will be doing uh, the podcast. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. You know, with all the texting you and I did since uh, since Thursday, it was all about sports, uh, mostly. How was your Thanksgiving? 
Uh, it was good, very disappointing, but a usual Thanksgiving for me as the Lions <laughs> laid an egg and just looked awful against the Packers. But other than that, it was very nice. Thank you. So uh, <laughs> let's let's talk about what maybe the good that came out of uh, the weekend anyways. In the Associated Press college football poll yesterday, number three, Washington, number four, Florida State, and number five, Oregon, all moved up a spot. Georgia remains number one. Your Michigan Wolverines returned to number two. After beating Ohio State 30-24, to they uh, slipped from second to sixth, which sets up, since Washington uh, is in there at number three, and Oregon's at number five, a top-five matchup with Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game Friday uh, in Las Vegas. So uh, we're getting closer and closer, Steve, to the college football playoffs, et cetera. Did the Michigan win on Saturday at least make the whole weekend overall a little better for you? Uh, the Michigan game was huge. If, if you gave me a choice, one of my- my team's wins, and one loses, the right one won. Michigan, you know, Harbaugh finished his three-game suspension, but Michigan came out early. Their offense looked a little weak in a sense, but what they did is they just kept running the ball to wear down Ohio State's defense. You saw it late in the game. Ohio State had to make a stop. Michigan just went in, kept running the ball, gaining first down first down and pretty much ran the clock out in the fourth quarter which was awesome as they defeated Ohio State and beat them three straight times and now Ryan Day people are calling for his job because he can beat everyone but Michigan and you know in that rivalry that's the game you got to be winning so going to be interesting I I think it'd be a mistake for Ohio State to get rid of them their turn will come back and they'll be the dominating team in the Big Ten soon enough. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll dive a lot more into college football on uh, Wednesday's uh, podcast. Uh, for who are our pigskin picks? Team Don, bitches. Cheats, bitches. We do them every week during the NFL season. Winners and losers, no point spreads. Uh, everybody has the same team tonight in Monday Night Football except for one member of the panel. Oh, so there'll boy. be slight changes, uh, but not really. Uh, for the weekend, week 12, 12 right and 3 wrong. That is first place for the weekend, and that distinction goes to Kyle. All right. Good nice. job, Kyle. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, Steve and I were tied for second, just a game behind at 11-4. and four. Dawn, who you remember disagreed with uh, oh, Steve on half no. of the games this weekend. Yes. And what did I say? I say, nah. when you have that, you split them. Maybe you get four right, and, you, and Steve gets four right. There's no change. Uh-huh. Almost. Dawn went 10-5. and five. Okay, not bad, not bad. And Brandon had the only losing record over the weekend, seven right. And eight wrong. Loser, right here. Yeah, and you're you're not even really trying. <laughs> well, I I, that's what I get for yeah. copying off a quote expert on the oh, website. That's right. Oh, yeah. uh, so for oh. the season, as of right now, Steve picked up another game, and Dawn is two games behind. Yeah, I'm just a loser now. Kyle and I are seven games back, oh. and Brando is thirteen games back. That's the most. Uh, <laughs> all right, Steve. So let's go to uh, your Lions, who remain atop the NFC North. A lot of people say they're still on track to win it for their first time. They, uh, as you said, continued their tradition of losing seven straight on Turkey Day by losing to the Packers 29-22. There's a lot really to unpack in that game. You had said on our podcast last weekend that Jordan Love isn't even a starting quarterback in the NFL. Uh, He's he's the Packers starter. Uh, And, uh, I mean, the Lions sure made him look like uh, he belongs starting. They are now the Lions. They're two games ahead of the Vikings, but the Vikings play tonight, so they're a game ahead. If they beat the Bears and then your Lions, they have to go to New Orleans and then Chicago. They host Denver. They have to go to Minnesota. They have to go to Dallas. They have to go to Minnesota again. Let's start with your Lions, Steve. Uh, do you agree that the, with everybody saying, eh, 
it's a game. Maybe it's a Thanksgiving thing. They're still on track to win the NFC North. It, it is a game. I still believe they're going to win the NFC North. I'm not really that worried about it. But the thing that has me worried the last few weeks is their defense last year was the second worst in the NFL. They were the worst most of the year. But at the end of the year, they started playing better. And that defense is starting to show up that they're allowing. I mean, Jordan Love has not been good pretty much the entire season. And they made him look like an all-pro quarterback. And that's the part that worries me here because their defense is really starting to look bad. And they got to figure some things out. they got to find ways to cover some wide receivers because they're just not getting it done. And their pass rush, which they thought would be the strength of the defense, you know, in X amount of games they've been good, but the majority of games they just haven't been able to get a push at all. And uh, that's worrisome. So uh, the Jordan Love issue, the fact that his two best games in the NFL have happened the last two weeks, you're still saying that's on the defenses he played, and you're not sold on him for the future of the Packers. Correct. I'm just not convinced he's an accurate quarterback. If if you're not an accurate quarterback, he he makes some outstanding plays. I'll give him that, that you look at him and go, wow. You know, if he could do that all the time, he'd be an elite quarterback in the league. But then he just misses wide open guys and short passes, you know, the things that you would call a layup. And, you know, that's just unacceptable in the NFL. And maybe I'll be wrong, but to me, he's just not accurate enough uh, to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Your Lions tried to give America a little bit of a hope that we wouldn't have three horrible games not knowing what was coming after uh, your the, the Packers-Liars. And Packers got up 20-6 to six in the first quarter, but the Lions scored – eight in the third, eight in the fourth, and then we had two just monstrous blowout games, Steve. The Cowboys beat the Commanders 45-10. to 10. But the thing you and I keep talking about, particularly on the podcast, the Cowboys this year have beaten a bunch of losers. The Giants, the Jets, the Patriots, the Chargers, the Rams, the Giants again, the Panthers, and now the Commanders. None of them have winning records at all. And and we are about to find out who the Cowboys are. The argument made by former Cowboy Michael Irvin yesterday morning on the NFL Network is they're just gearing up. They're getting it. They're figuring out who they are. They're figuring out their plays by playing these terrible teams, which they better. <laughs> they better because uh, they've got to host the Seahawks and then the Eagles. They've got to go to Buffalo, go to Miami, host your Detroit Lions, and then they have the Commanders at the end of the season. So the, the Cowboys win 45-10 to 10 on Thanksgiving, but what does that show us? Yeah, you know, the, the Cowboys, they are the best team in the NFL at beating up these bad teams. They need to do that, but we'll find out. They, they hit their hard part of their schedule, and we'll find out if they're, you know, an elite team in the NFL. I just, you know, I don't expect anything other than that from the Cowboy fans because – they're faithful. They root for their team. They love to blow out these bad teams and then tell themselves how great the team is. But we'll see if they can beat the Eagles and the Bills and the Dolphins and, and those teams. And if they can, hey, fantastic. They're, they are one of the top teams in the NFL. Uh, best part of that game was Dolly Parton's performance. Woo, woo. Which we'll talk about <laughs> later in the entertainment news because not everybody agreed for very interesting reasons. Oh, it's Dolly. Uh, so, Steve, on the NFL Network uh, yesterday morning, the argument made against that Cowboy argument uh, by Kurt Warner and others was if you look at the NFC, there's two elite teams. The Niners, 
and the Eagles. That's it. Those are the elite teams. We don't know yet where your Lions, where the Cowboys fall. The Niners went out 31-13 against the Seahawks, and the game of the week by far, I can't believe they haven't flexed it to the Sunday night game for this next weekend, is the Niners and the Eagles, who are 10-1, and the Eagles are. That's two games better than the Niners, so if the Niners want any shot at home field advantage, they have to beat the Eagles. The Eagles have, uh, they came from behind to win over the Bills yesterday, 37-34. Eagles have trailed at halftime. In each of their past four games, they've found a way to come back and win in all of them, which ties an NFL record. But does that say, Steve, that the Eagles are always going to find a way to win and that they're the best team in the NFL? Or does it say they are imminently beatable and they just keep finding a way to win? Well, one, good teams find ways to win. Bad teams find ways to lose. I agree with the NFL Network. The two clearly best teams in the NFC are the 49ers and the Eagles. But to expand on that, and this is where I've been saying all year, the 49ers are, the Niners are at the Eagles. The opening line right now is the 49ers on the road, a two-and-a-half-point favorite over the Eagles in Philadelphia. That flat-out tells you the experts say the 49ers are a better team, and I'm saying they're saying they are a substantially better team because you're given two, two and a half now because home field's not as big as it used to be. So you're saying the 49ers on a neutral field are basically a five-point favorite over the Eagles. Just shows how good the 49ers really are. That's staggering. And for people that don't pay attention to or understand sports betting, that is a staggering uh, opening line. You, you. Uh, I want to mention this. You were texting me about this. Uh, if this is a name everybody needs to get used to hearing if you and I are right. Uh, quarterback C.J. Stroud of the Houston Texans, who had another memorable day, passed for 304 yards, a pair of touchdowns, became the first rookie to pass for at least 300 yards in four consecutive games, ran for a team-high 47 yards in a score. He has to be the rookie of the year. Uh, the Texans lost to the Jaguars 24-21. But you and I have talked on the podcast that we do on Wednesday, Steve, a lot about the Texans, uh, c- Coach Ryans, and everything he's done. The, the, the Texans were the laughing stock of this league when the season started, them and the, and the Cardinals. And they're really building something, and it's all on the back of C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud is so much fun to watch. I, I just – I kept seven, sending you several texts. Just <laughs> He's a rookie. He's amazing. I, I love watching him play – this Texas team besides him really isn't that good. And I believe I also sent you a text stating that whoever for the Panthers made the decision to draft Bryce Young instead of C.J. Stroud should be fired. And, whoa, look at that. Carolina Panthers fire head coach Frank Reich just 11 games into his tenure with the Panthers. I'm not sure it was Frank Reich who pulled the trigger on that trade. But uh, if it wasn't, he wrongfully got terminated. It should have been the person who decided to draft Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud because C.J. Stroud is an amazing quarterback. I hope he does not suffer any serious injuries and we're able to watch him play in the NFL for a good 15 years. Well, and Frank Reich, he he, he had to go either way eventually, if not right away, because the big selling point of Frank Reich is he played quarterback in the NFL, and he's supposed to be a quarterback whisperer, and he hasn't proven to be such. Uh, Can you give give the the Las Vegas Raiders fans, because we have a lot of them, uh, any hope, any any positive words after going down to the Chiefs 31-17? Oh, oh. Uh, you know, the, the Raiders early on, I, I had hope, hey, here we go. I believe they were up 14 nothing in that game, if I'm correct, uh, watching it. But then 
the Raiders that we knew under Josh McDaniels seemed to appear, and they couldn't stop Patrick Mahomes the second quarter and the whole second half. And Again, the Raiders are moving in the right direction. I just don't think they have the talent to compete at that level. We saw the Chiefs are a much better team. And, you know, unfortunately, the Raiders have slipped to five and seven. They're out of their easy part of the schedule. (laughs) And we are now in that time of the year, Steve, uh, where it really gets serious. And with all of the various, all the parity, where any team can beat any team, all of the teams that were pronounced dead, some of them by you and me, coming back, it is it is going to be a wild final six weeks of the season. There's 14 playoff spots, seven from each uh, division, or, or conference rather. Two first-round buys are on the line. In the AFC on Sunday, yesterday, in the AFC, the number one seed, like if we stopped right now, who would be the best team and have home field advantage? The Miami Dolphins had it when the day began. And then the Jaguars temporarily took hold of it. And then they surrendered it to the Kansas City Chiefs. All three of those clubs are 8-3, and three, but that perch reverted back to the Baltimore Ravens after they outlasted the Los Angeles Chargers last night. So right now, the Ravens have the AFC's top seed. And then Sunday began with the Houston Texans holding the conference's final wildcard spot. The Texans would have been in the playoffs if yesterday was wow. the day. But it ended with the Colts clinging to the final playoff spot in the AFC because the Bills collapsed in overtime at Philadelphia. Right now, the Bills, the almighty Bills, wouldn't make it into the playoffs of the AFC. The Texans and Broncos are right there between Buffalo and Indianapolis. In the NFC, we know the Eagles and the Niners and the Lions, will they're at the top. They'll all get in there. The Cowboys will get in there. And then you've got teams like the Falcons and the Vikings and the Seahawks and the Packers and the Rams and the Saints are all separated by one game. This is going to be insane for the next six weeks, Steve. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. The NFL has to be loving it because there is all the parity you know, you mentioned the Falcons, the Saints. We all knew going into the division, the NFC South was a terrible division. The question there is, is will the division winner get to nine wins so they'll be above 500, or will the division winner be eight and nine and be below 500 but getting to host a playoff game? But it doesn't matter because all of those teams are bad. But it's going to be a lot of fun. It's just amazing when you look at the – you know, the AFC and the Bengals are sitting at five and six are now pretty much eliminated. But the Broncos have won five straight. They're sitting at six and five and looking at it. And as you mentioned, the Colts, here's a team when they don't turn the ball over, a really good team. They've scored a lot of points. But, man, who would have thought the Colts would be 500 or better? Uh, I know I sure didn't. So you met, you alluded to this earlier, Steve. Over the last two years, if you include this season as well, this home field advantage thing in during the regular season has not been that much of an advantage. Do you, is, does that still hold true when it's playoff time to where if you have home field, you're not only playing in front of your fans, you don't have to travel maybe at all if you have home field throughout the whole time and you keep winning. How much, Do you put a little more stock into it in the postseason? I still like home teams just because you know you're going to have a sellout stadium. The fans are going to be there and, you know, I, I think there still is that factor. It's not as big as it used to be, but I do believe there still is a bigger factor. You want to be at home in these, especially if you're a cold weather team and you get to face a warmer weathered team, you know, like a team coming up from Miami going up into, not that it's New England, but, you know, into <laughs> Buffalo or a stadium like that where you know the game's going to be cold, it's outdoors, 
that's where you really enjoy that home field advantage. All right, let's get to the Monday Night Football game. It's not much of a matchup, but because <laughs> uh, because the Vikings, they're in it, they're in this race, uh, matter. Uh, the game matters. We've got the Chicago Bears at the Minnesota Vikings. Right now, the Vikings are a three-point favorite. The Bears, last week, they did lose to Detroit as they blew a, a big lead late in the game. But prior to that, they won their prior game. Justin Fields is back at quarterback. They're playing much better. The Bears have decided to allow Justin Fields be Justin Fields, has some design runs, and he's a good quarterback who is accurate, who can also run, so he's very difficult to stop. It's just this Bears defense really is not a very good defense at all. The Vikings, they finally lost last week at Denver after winning four straight. They've turned to uh, – sorry – um, you know, they got Josh Dobbs at quarterback, TJ Hawkinson tight end. So they have some players. They're really not a very good rushing team. So look for them to continue throwing the ball. And Josh Dobbs, hopefully he can hold on to that magic as he's been a great quarterback and a lot of fun to watch this year, as I think he's been with his seventh team in the last four years. But uh, the Vikings are at home. They're still at six and five. They're trying to run down the Lions in that division. They need a win. I have the Vikings to win due to being at home, but I'm hoping the Bears really allow Justin Fields to do whatever he needs to do to win this game and keep that Vikings defense off balance because the Vikings defense isn't very good either. To me, I would be looking at playing this game over, but uh, I have the Vikings. Uh, Everybody on the pigskin picking panel has the Vikings winning at home tonight except for one person. And obviously if that one person is right, they will move up in our standings. That one person that has the Bears is Dawn. Oh, okay. With the surprise worst team in the NFL almost oh. uh, road win coming tonight. Oh, no. I had no idea. From, uh, from <laughs> the uh, – you would be only one game behind, Steve, again, or you'll be three games. Ah, damn behind. it. See, we will find out. All right, so, uh, Steve, we'll talk to you on this show Friday morning. You and I will talk Wednesday for the Mixed Picks podcast on Rad TV. Talk to you then. Thank you, and have a wonderful week. You too, Steve. Mixed Picks, 2Ks and Mix, 2Ks and Picks at MixPicks.com. Uh, we do the Mixed Picks podcast every Wednesday morning, 10 a.m. on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. We did get this note from uh, Robert. Hey, Robert. Says, I can't be the only one who is enjoying Dawn's defeat in the pigskin picks. The joy she had when she was atop has all come crashing down. It's a holiday miracle. Yeah, I mean, I knew that was coming, dude. <laughs> yeah, she did. She, right. That's why she that's was enjoying why, it. Yeah, that's why I was obnoxious, because yeah. I knew I would go and, down as I do every year. And, yeah, and she does maintain <laughs> yeah. you are not, you haven't won anything. She did that. I know she did that obnoxious. Hey, I, won, I won the week. Hey, I'm winning oh, now. Yeah, you got to be obnoxious yeah. while you're on top. You can see <laughs> all of the uh, pigskin picks. Way too many innuendos there at uh, radradio.com. Oh, Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Christmas from us. Email the show, rad at radradio.com. Uh, we got this email, rad at radradio.com from Laura. Hey, Laura. Uh, we're just talking to Steve Mickelson from Mixed Picks. We do the Mixed Picks podcast every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. And we will be here during the uh, holiday break on uh, Wednesday, uh, December 27th and uh, January 3rd. 
uh, live podcast with Steve and I. Laura wrote in and said, We moved out of state, but my son correctly stayed a true fan with his original choice of the 49ers. A teacher at his school is, of course, a diehard Chiefs fan. And when my son wears any of his 49er shirts, the teacher jokingly tells him to, quote, cover up the vulgarity. <laughs> Which would mean, if it was serious, zip up your a sweatshirt or something. <laughs> Guess who is so excited to be decked out in Niner gear going back to school? I just wish that I had a Swifty hoodie to put on him so when he was actually asked to zip it up, he would, and her face would be staring back just to grind Mr. Stewart's gears. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, we're getting a lot of follow-ups from Thanksgiving, so I guess technically we're doing a, some, some kind of like mini rounds of turkey mail. Oh. Oh. If you have a question and you want the perfect turkey, send us your question and we'll answer the best we can. It's turkey mail. As mentioned many times, a lot of U.S. sociopaths serve a turkey again at Christmas. <laughs> so as you hear various emails about the successes of Thanksgiving, you can uh, you can take that to uh, to heart and, and use it as you guide forward. There is still brine available, and you have plenty of time for us to ship it to you uh, from our stupid store. Superstore. And you can go to radradio.com and do that, ah. or also find a small business or local vendor. A lot of them are sold out. A lot of them are very low, uh, but they're all listed there as well. Sid wrote in. Hey, Sid. Says, thank you, Rob, for your turkey, Brian. I followed your directions, and my very first turkey turned out perfect it was so moist and juicy everyone who ate the turkey said it was good and I, I was so impressed that it all worked out and yes this was my very first experience at cooking a turkey yes that's right i'm in my 50s and this we knew you were your name's sid <laughs> <laughs> and this was the very first time cooking a turkey. hey you're ahead of dawn hell right? yeah 53 i have no plans of ever why i made it this long uh this is from another maggot named kyle, oh, hey, kyle. yeah we got an army going don't we <laughs> where did we stop counting at brian and Palooza? seven or eight seven sheesh and that's only the ones that identified themselves uh rob your turkey instruction and brian made me the center of attention this thanksgiving that damn turkey was jammed with flavor and was melt in your mouth tender the gravy was a smash as well Dawn, even though I screwed up the pumpkin cheesecake recipe a little because I am a toxic male and did not watch the video to its end before finishing, oh it was still freaking amazing. Good. <laughs> uh, Melissa wrote in and said, I hope you all had an amazing Thanksgiving. I wanted to say Yay! thank you for all of your help. Turkey mail was worth it after brining my turkey. Spelled wrong. Oh, really? Oh. Okay. You don't have to tell us. You see the email. We don't. Just wanted you to know. Uh, uh, I was a bit nervous. For one, it was the first time I had ever done so. And for two, no matter how much I washed it off, I kept seeing herbs and crevices, and I thought it would be too salty. <laughs> but it wasn't. Also, this was my first time ever injecting my turkey, and I wasn't sure if I was doing it correctly. Long story long, women. <laughs> My turkey was absolutely amazing. Even my sister, who insists on cooking ham because she, quote, hates turkey. We already had one of these emails. Uh, yeah. Actually ate the turkey and enjoyed it so much so that she didn't even have any ham. Oh, oh. She wouldn't leave the turkey alone and even stole some. Oh. <laughs> this is what happens. Well, now you have ham for Denver all omelets. Sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Or, or split pea and ham soup. Sure. Any, which is what we had. Ham sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, the list goes on and on. Josh, I'm, I'm going to put that in our 2024 cookbook we're already working on. I've got a, I've got an idea uh, for a theme uh, that I'm going to be letting the, the staff know about. I'm going to be putting that in my Thanksgiving leftover recipes. So the ham sandwich recipe. Ham, bread, mustard or mayonnaise, whatever you like. Plop it together. Boom. Recipe done. That is perfect. You need no measurements. No. And, and, and everything's optional. Add whatever you like. Like pineapple. Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh. 
Josh and Tennille wrote in and said, this year my wife and I hosted Thanksgiving. I'm assuming Josh actually wrote the email. For the very first time, we used your brine and turkey videos. We used your cookbook, made some of Rob's green beans. That's not a casserole, it's just green beans. His many cheeses, macaroni and cheese, and his mashed potatoes. And thanks to you guys, our dinner was, well, those are all mine. So thanks to me. Those are are all my recipes. (laughs) I mean, that was sweet to say, yo, you guys. Yeah. Uh, Thanks to you, our dinner was incredible. This year, in addition to everything else we should be thankful for, we are thankful for you guys as well. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, that's where it's acceptable to include the whole staff. Yeah, I don't want credit for someone else's cooking. Um, so we did a little bit of turkey meal, and now we're going to do our second quick little holiday pie. Days to go until Christmas morning. So exciting, ho ho ho! Yes, you are. We all have just uh, some quick little homework to do. Uh, and, 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 homework. And, and some some may have already done it. Uh, uh, it and it, it should be an enjoyable. It's not like it doesn't have to be tonight, but just put it on your list. Hmm. Viewers are bashing Netflix's latest Christmas release, labeling oh. it the worst festive film yeah. ever. Already saw it, haven't finished right. it. Really? The because film. it's so bad, I don't even care how it ends. I almost made it to the end, and I ripped watch i think the last 10 minutes all right it is so but bad now we are, i'm gonna fill you with spoilers here because uh and then and then dawn can confirm or deny as we go uh, first of all we hope that that it's actually the same movie oh i know it is the film is it bag- has to be <laughs> sorry the film has bagged an abysmal <laughs> rotten tomato score of 33 percent Ooh. it's called the best christmas ever yep that's okay. the one Mother of two, Charlotte, played by Heather Graham, arrives uninvited at her ex-best friend's Jackie's home. She's played by Brandy Norwood. In a bid to discover if her braggadocious annual festive newsletters are in fact true. Brandy's. Look how great my life is. Uh Charlotte is taken aback when she discovers her former friend's seemingly perfect life. So she's hoping it's an Instagram life, but no, it's perfect. She ends up spending the festive holidays with her former friend's family alongside her husband, Rob, played by Jason Diggs and children, Dora and Grant. And despite witnessing firsthand Jackie's life, that's her ex-best friend, Brandy Norwood, is all real. Charlotte's not convinced. She's envious of Jackie, who has a 10-year-old daughter attending Harvard. Oh, a 10-year-old. <laughs> and a son who's aiding a humanitarian crisis in Africa, as well as a stunning husband named Valentino. He is pretty hot. In a bid to poke holes in her former friend's life, the mother of two, the Heather Graham character, searches around the home. And everything reaches a boiling point when Charlotte, Heather Graham, accidentally damages a dollhouse that Jackie has been building over the course of a few months. The family brings up Charlotte's actions, with Rob, that's her husband, pointing out that she's only trying to find something wrong with Jackie's life because she's so unhappy with her own. (laughs) Did you get this far? You're this far in? Oh, yeah! All right, so big-time spoiler here, okay? So big-time spoiler. (sighs) Driving back to her home, Charlotte, Heather Graham, is stopped by a woman dressed as an angel, telling her, you must spend the season with Jackie, your former best friend. Shortly thereafter, she drives past a sign, and she sees Jackie's son's name, which reads, Daniel Jennings Memorial Fund. David's not in Africa. He had passed away. So Charlotte rushes back to her ex-best friend's house. A bereaved Jackie explains she couldn't bear to write about Daniel's death, so instead... So it's Daniel or David? I don't know. I think it's, Dan- it's Daniel. It's Daniel. So instead, she wrote as if Daniel had created the foundation in a bid to keep his memory alive. 
Despite the film's plot seemingly being heartwarming, fans are going nuts on social media, calling it the worst movie of all time. Now, now to make yourself feel better, I mean, I, I, uh, not that you're feeling bad about it, and you did say spoiler alert. It is no spoiler alert. You can figure this out early on. This isn't a deep movie. That her poor son passed. I mean, it, it, there's signs everywhere, and especially with, okay, that room where she destroyed that house. There's boxes sitting on a shelf that has his name, and you're like, okay, that confirms it. You already thought beforehand, oh, my God, the kid oh, passed. Okay. And then when you see that, you're like, oh, that's his stuff. So you already figure it out. Like, if anyone was so, stunned by this is, at this point. Is the acting terrible? Terrible. The story's terrible? Acting Because it sounds, they make it sound so heartwarming. It could have been done really well with better, I don't know, actors or writers. One of the two. Whoever, whoever truly really makes it. It was so bad. Do you know if, like, the same person who directed it did anything with the American Pies, like the newer ones? Cause, I mean, they got Jason Biggs in it and then Heather Graham. Weren't they part of that? Was Heather Graham in American Pie? No, she was not. No. Okay, oh, okay. I'm just kidding. No, uh, she was, I thought she, she was. She was just in a movie that I saw. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I saw it with our my goddaughter Sam. We were watching at the house. Uh, two, two somethings. Ah, two somethings. It's a name. Google it. And Heather Graham was in that yeah, too. And I'm like, go. oh, she's getting all these parts. She Google was the mom. Heather Graham two somethings. <laughs> and the good news for Kyle, Brandon, and I is no more homework. Dawn took care of it. Let's play. Yay! Trouble, trouble right now. We got some holiday cash, a $100 Visa gift card. You get a three-second song oh, clip. You give us the title of the song, and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20, and if nobody knows the song title, <laughs> droplets everywhere, and no winner. 888-989-9811 for Treble Trouble. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Stuff your stockings with Rad. There's plenty of actual junk available in the stupid store at radradio.com. Got this email, uh, rad at radradio.com from Matthew. Hey, Matthew. Uh, he's a better class of Rad Radio listener. Says, I am watching Rad TV, and I like the new additions, the snow falling, the snowmen, and the moon graphic during the commercials. It adds a nice festive uh, feel. Yay! And uh, uh, you'll notice that in the studios that uh, Brandon and his girlfriend were in over the weekend. They fully decorated uh, both of the studios uh, for the uh, for the holiday. And, and Brandon, uh, having uh, stepped into the invisible captain's chair here whenever uh, we do bad radio and he takes over, uh, whether I'm sidekicking or not, can relate to this. I love I love Christmas. I love the Christmas decorations. And you guys really did do an amazing job. Yeah, it's nice. beautiful. One thing I hate about it, less prep room. Because because oh. you, having having done it now, Brando, right? The before the show prep where we use so much of the counter and we're spread out, uh, highlighting. And it, I'm like, ah, yeah. this garland. I, I knew you were going to bring that up at some point. It, it definitely does get yeah. in the way. It does. But we've, we, we, I've been working around it for years. We can work around it. It's just uh, it's something. To, it, but it's very nice to, to see and check it out on Rad TV, which you can watch anytime. Check in after the show, even if you want to. With members.radradio.com. Trouble, 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 trouble. Trouble, trouble, Room over here too. We got some holiday cash, hundred dollar Visa gift card. Uh, caller eighteen will guess first. Hello, Heath. What? What? If you know the song title, you'll win. If not, we'll go to Nathan. 
Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. And Eric, you're caller 20. What's up? What's up? Looking for a holiday soul song from 1970. Probably know the artist. A holiday soul song from 1970. Heath, what's the title? Oh, is that Rock Around the Clock? Not really a holiday song. Uh, Nathan, do you know? Go Power at Christmas Time. Nathan, I have a follow-up question, and honesty is the best policy. You have one. You get your $100 Visa gift card. I got to know. Did you recognize that was James Brown and Google James Brown holiday songs, or did you know that title? I did not know it, but I didn't Google it. Wow. What? So, what? It's, it, so you're going off the board for 50 Alex. How did you get that? Shazam. Oh! There's a hack. I love that. Uh, depending on where you are in the order, you might be able to uh, to pull that off. Somebody who's, mm. who's never heard of that are like, why did he just say Shazam? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a strange expression. We'll have, to, we'll have to put our little brains together, boys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, it's by James Brown, and it is called <laughs> Go Power at Christmas Time. Give me some Go Power and let me wipe never really caught on as a continuing uh, uh, recurring holiday uh, classic. It, do- it doesn't sound holiday. Uh, yeah. uh, we have a, uh, another uh, chance for you to win a $100 Visa gift card. Pressure Cooker comes up at 9 a.m. If you're watching us on Rad TV like the previous emailer at members.radradio.com at the bottom of the hour during our next commercial break, you're going to get the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Oh, the big little puppy. What is coming up, Brando? We got my main man, Walter, in the house. <laughs> He's going to wake him up and uh, take him on a tour of all the uh, Christmas decorations Aww. for everybody to see on Rad TV. Uh, did, did, uh, did Walter spend the holiday uh, with uh, you, or did he go to uh, Dogwoods Resort? He did stay home for the holidays. Oh, yeah. Very good. Last, last time he stayed at Dogwoods, he he was very excited and stayed up all night barking and oh. partying. So I decided I'd just keep him home, <laughs> let him relax. Uh, you can uh, submit videos. That's the other thing we do. We don't have dogs in the house. We play videos. If you got anything, maybe from the holidays, we'd love to see it. Think about it. Record it horizontally and email us red at radradio.com. One other holiday note. Thanksgiving vacationers were treated to an unwelcome Disney spectacular oh. as they floated through the iconic It's a Small World exhibit. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, I loved it as a kid. Uh, oh, I guess as a kid's fun, yeah. yeah. Is, it, is it the song? Is it the whole ride? What, it's what? slow. There's no yes. excitement to it. There's puppets and animatronics and lights, and I guess if you're tripping on acid, it might be fun, but mm-hmm. other than that, it's a boring ride. Does that cover it all, Brando? You're booing in there. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. The song just gets stuck in your head, and it's one of the worst songs to get stuck in your head. So here it is. It's Thanksgiving Day, and you're at you're at Disneyland, and uh, uh, you got the kids, and you're floating through, and another guest uh, at the at the Disneyland uh, Resort uh, his uh, in his boat, and he gets out of his boat. Oh, you're not supposed to do that. No, no, you're not. you're also not supposed to begin taking off your clothes, which oh, he did. Oh no! Oh, how small is his world? Oh, oh no! He got uh, fully naked and jumped oh, into the pool. Oh my oh. God. 
you want your kids to uh, see? There were multiple <laughs> videos uh, that were being taken that have been mashed up or, or gone viral. Is this part of the ride, Mom? Uh, they, uh, <laughs> they show the man walking stark oh, naked along the edge of oh the, the water. Oh, my God. What a creeper. And you get to hear a variety of people who are making comments. Uh, Adam, one staff member can be heard um, shouting, Stop! Stop! I need you to stop! And then the uh. naked man stumbles over the equipment and then poses with the animatronic figures <laughs> oh, naked no, fully fully no, naked. No, no, uh no. one of the visitors says quote oh god he's gonna break all this stuff as the boat's just drifting by okay yeah right here's another one here's another one another person says they should stop the music. No. That's what you're worried about right, as well? That's going to stop him? Uh, another onlooker yells what I think we would be closer to thinking, idiot, in front of all these kids. Exactly. Eventually, the man was seized uh. by officers from the Anaheim Police Department, and other videos show the 26-year-old being carried away by six police officers. Uh, oh, they had to hold him while he was naked? And, uh, the, and uh, 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 Brandon did nail the comment of them all. There was somebody you can hear during the videos uh, who says, uh, I guess it really is a small world after all. I'm making oh, a, 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 a wiener joke. Uh, oh, that's lovely. The guy. It's a small, small. It's pretty creative. I, well, I know it is. I'm just saying to add on to the naked guy at the kid ride. Yeah, the kids don't get it, though. See, that's like a Shrek movie. That's Adult true. humor in front of the kids. You know what? They don't. It's just unfortunate because that guy probably stood up that line. And that line was probably already long. Everybody's like, what's going on? Oh, a naked dude. Really? Well, then the problem is, yeah. And the problem is you don't know when you're, the, they, they closed uh, down, the, they had to close down the whole ride for like an hour. So, yes, it was a big oh. delay. And you're standing there and you don't Like, understand. why? I didn't know this ride was so popular. He's a, <laughs> Now, uh, we got this uh, email uh, from uh, Mark on Friday, and I have a feeling, I, I just have a feeling, that Mark did that thing that a lot of people do. Uh, we had the girl write in earlier that their Thanksgiving tradition is to day drink on, on the day after Thanksgiving and eat leftovers. I think Mark either never stopped or also in day, engaged in, hey, it's a Friday, four-day weekend. I'm just going to kind of lose a day. Because oh. he wrote in in the morning at 845 on Friday morning. And the first part, okay, he wrote, me and my brother. Purchase your Rad Radio, Brian, and we brined our turkey, and we followed your instructions on your video, and it was amazing. Perfect. No problems, right? And then I don't know where this is exactly what the email says the rest of the way. Because of the brine is how I heard about your show, now I listen to your show every day at work. I feel relaxing at home. I'm listening to your show, and I just love the background sounds when you guys talk about the football teams. I'm from Los Angeles, so my football team is the Rams. I don't know if I've heard of time for them yet laughing out loud. <laughs> Excellent. Mm -hmm. It's like this person started to write it when they were of sound mind, but mm -hmm. never sent it, yeah. and came back and added on to it when they maybe had a few. Uh, we were talking uh, also <laughs> about the Netflix movie called The Best Christmas Ever, uh, which, which is was not being called the, the, the worst Christmas movie ever, just being panned 33% oh. uh, on Rotten uh, Tomatoes. And it's one of those where you're like, I, 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 I'm going to keep watching in hopes that it gets better. Yeah, how did you get so far? I, I, honestly, I don't know. Uh, there were a couple of the comments that stood out to me were uh, avoid or even better yet, poke your eyes out. That would be far more enjoyable than putting yourself through a waste of one and a half hours. Yes. Oh, God. Another person said Netflix should be ashamed <laughs> for airing this. Uh, yeah. Another person says uh, best Christmas ever on Netflix may simply be the absolute worst Christmas movie I have ever suffered through i oh. i i usually by the way my uh well i'll do this one first before i do that this is uh, from eric hi eric uh i, I don't know I, I don't understand this the whole point of the story right right was this is getting just destroyed by everyone 
Uh, and Eric writes in and says, it just goes to prove that Dawn literally has no sense of humor. I found this movie very funny and very uplifting. Oh. I don't know why I got attacked Dawn. I mean, huh. it, you know, you don't, well, you, don't just... you don't have to not, you don't have to like or not like what an overwhelming majority of people like, but that was, that's just well, an odd I, take. Well, yeah, and everyone's sense of humor is different. So, I mean, had it been a funny movie. Was it supposed to be funny? I, I didn't get that impression from the synopsis. I don't know what it was supposed to be. Okay. How about good, but it wasn't. Now, it, it, I, I, what was funny? I don't know. Uh, it does star uh, <laughs> Heather Graham, which led us down the, is, is Heather Graham back? Road and, and I have to tell you, usually my Dawn to English Dictionary works a lot better. She said, what's that? She saw uh, that Heather Graham was in something else. The two somethings. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I don't know. I would have never seen this movie, and I think it's maybe to the younger crowd because there's a guy in it who's on that Outer Banks on Netflix, which is very for the younger crowd, and it was our 18-year-old, one of our uh, goddaughters who's 18. She was like, oh, my God, yeah, I wanted to see this movie. And So the only other Heather Graham movies in 2023, other than Best Christmas Ever, were something called Oracle, uh-uh. The Other Zoe. The Other Zoe, that's it! The Two Somethings. It's- How was that the Two Somethings? The Other. Well, there were two the Zoes. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh. The right. Other Zoe. All it's right. a really okay. cute movie. Fine. All right. I just had to clear For that sure. up. Um, yeah. All right. Well, as long as we're talking Netflix, we have some other entertainment news. Overture, curtain and lights. It's time for entertainment news. Now, while uh, the best Christmas ever is being called the worst Christmas ever uh, on Netflix, terrible. the number one show on Netflix in 78 countries, including America, is the Squid Game Challenge. If you remember Squid Game, Netflix's most watched series ever, they got 14 Emmy nominations, which one they won six, including the best lead actor for the guy, uh, number player number 456, who winds up uh, winning at the end. Spoiler alert. Uh, Squid Game Season 2 has started filming. It will uh, The guy who wins Squid Game 1 will be back, and it'll host a, a bunch of new players fighting for their lives, and they'll explain why is he back in uh, doing it, but we're not going to get it until late 2024. Uh, oh, I so, thought it was out. Why, why are they advertising it? Making it look like it's there already on my Netflix. Because there is a Netflix show. There's a Squid Game show on Netflix. It is not season two. It is the Squid Game Challenge, which Netflix dropped last Wednesday, the first five episodes. It's a 10-episode reality series. Uh, and it features, it was filmed in London, or filmed in England, actually, 456 human beings playing the same children's games for a cash prize of $4.56 million. Whoa. So I skeptically started watching this over the weekend with my wife. Now, my wife is only, my wife got through a couple of the Squid Game episodes and didn't finish them. And I think that was, uh, that was a big part of the fact that I had to, like, binge for the show, and she didn't have time, uh, and she just kind of never went back to it. But she was able to, the first episode for sure, watch it through the same prism of I've seen Squid Game and I was talking to Brando, I think you've seen a little bit of this, right, Brando? Yep. They 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 do an amazing job of recreating everything from Squid Game. I, I right away was starting to get those same shivers and chills what? of seeing the labyrinths and the way they had this thing set up, mirror imaging the the original Squid Game. The the Squid Game set was recreated on six massive stages for the four hundred and fifty six British and American contestants. And they were fully immersed in the Squid Game world for, for 16 days. They lived there just like the people in the actual movie did. Uh, they didn't leave. They had to shower and use the restrooms and eat there. 
contestants leave the dorms and they walk through the labyrinth stairwells guarded by masked guards, those same creepy red Creepy! Uh, they recreate in the first episode the memorable red light, green light game, you know, with a big doll, and he turn, turns around. Uh, and, and the doll is reconstructed on a separate 100,000-square-foot no former airplane hangar. No, no. Uh, and then the... I would start to question my decision to be on this game the minute that creepy doll yeah. came out, and I'd be like, oh, my God, they're going to shoot us live. We're dying. And then you'd figure, well, I'm here, and it's $4.5 million. Let's find out. Oh. Uh, and so the doll, the monstrous rotating doll, it turns to eliminate contestants who move after the red light command. And the way they do it is... When she turns around, turns her back or whatever, and she's singing, you can run, 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 run. And then when she turns around and it's red light, they use uh, um, motion sensors to track anybody who didn't stop or moves. And in the real, in the show, in the show show, the original show, that's when you got shot. Yeah. In this show, they, they show it, they hone in on you, and then you're, everybody's wearing an ink pack under their shirt, and it explodes. What? Oh. And that's it. You're out. And I'm, I'm, I'm doing this part from memory. 456. I, I don't want to tell you. A lot of people, just like in the movie, are are eliminated by red light, uh, green light. And so um, we watched through the whole first episode, and then they did the second episode, which for those of you that have seen Squid Game, you remember this is the one where you have to carve out the cookie or the honeycomb. And, oh, and there's yeah. with just a needle. Uh, and you either get the circle or the triangle or the star or the umbrella, which is the worst one. And there's this really compelling thing of the contestants trying to barter and team up and figure out which team's going to have to do the the umbrella. I I, I I don't know. Brandon, I think it's really, really good so far because I'm yeah. only two episodes in. I was skeptical because I, I think that things just being created into a reality show is just gimmicky and feel, it feels forced. But the way that they filmed this – you get you get in, involved in the, each character, and they almost set it up so that there's certain groups and certain people that mirror the same characters from the show. Like they have a really old guy who's similar to the really old guy from the actual series. And there's this jerk who's like this total like meathead who everybody hates because he's just bloviated and he's got this ego and he said he just wants to dominate everybody. And it's kind of like that guy who mm-hmm. is the jerk meathead who wanted to dominate everybody in the show so do you get really um involved and immersed into the characters and the social tests that they do between the games is an added layer to to it that they didn't necessarily have in the show very much but they give the opportunity for two people to either Mm -hmm. uh, give somebody the advantage during the next game or to eliminate them and so these two people are working together secretly and they decide which one, which person they want to either eliminate or um, to give Clem, uh, uh, give them like a pass for the next game. They ultimately decide that spoiler alert that they are going to eliminate them. And now everybody's wondering and, and skeptical who are the ones that that eliminated this guy well, because they tell them that somebody had chosen that, but they don't know who. So there's a lot of like social tests that really prove if people are going to be backstabbing or if they're going to be um, you know joining up in, in groups and working together. It's just a really captivating, just like the regular the show was. And it- it's great for that couple watching thing because the scene you're describing is a great moment to pause it and go, all right, what would you do? And you kind of talk it through with with your person. Uh, so it's a fun, interactive thing. There are a ton. Uh, there's like a ton of controversy out there now that it's been released. 
and, and a lot of it is really bogus. A lot of it is sour grape type stuff. Uh, the uh, uh, like the people that didn't win claiming that there was uh, 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 special treatment given to certain contestants. There doesn't seem to be any validity to these to those charges. Um, there are also uh, a couple of contestants that are suing for uh, being injured on set because this was so real, which I'll tell you about that in a in a, in a second. And because of that, to the uh, to what Brandon was alluding to, there the one thing that has not been claimed by anyone that was on there is that any of it was like set up. Like, oh, isn't that convenient? There's a character that mirrors this person or this character. Well, if you put 456 random people together, you're gonna find people that mirrored the meathead, the guy who's all who's who's all uh, I'm gonna uh, steamroll him. The older guy, uh, who by the way he celebrates his 69th birthday in the in the first uh, episode. So uh, my husband and I have to check this out because we love Big Brother, and in Big Brother, the, everyone comes into a house, they cannot leave, and they all have to live amongst each other, and then you end up forming teams because you want to be the one left at the end because you win the five hundred thousand dollars. This. Is like in that on steroids because there is what four and a half million dollars mm -hmm. on the line. So, oh my God, I, I feel like you don't even need the murder like in the show show, right? For the reality aspect of it, how intense this will be and how calculated and devious people will get because and backstabby. It is, it a is a lot of money. Big Brother meets Squid Game. It is. <laughs> oh man. So, did they show anything with any of these new contestants on Squid Game Challenge like the old man and the guy on that marble episode where they play the game together and they have that moment? Was there anything like that in the challenge? Hey, I'm only I'm only two episodes oh, in. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. They only released 5. They released the next 5 this I'm sorry, they released four more this Wednesday and then you got to wait a whole other week for the finale. So my wife and I are trying to pace it so that we, we don't have to, you know, wait a whole week uh, for the, the the finale. Did you have something? Yeah, I was going to say that it, it, at first I thought it was going to be cheesy because the ink packs, they don't, <laughs> they don't look like blood. It's black ink. So oh. I, I know they're doing that on purpose just so it looks like these real people are not really being hurt. Yeah. And I thought that there was, there was going to add to the, the cheesiness of it if they knew that it wasn't going to like hurt them or kill them, but the stress and the anxiety mm -hmm. and the intensity of them playing the games, even though they know that it's just a black pack that you could tell, like they're, they actually get these, these bouts of fear that really affect them in, in the game, especially the the honeycomb cookie cutout mm -hmm. episode. And they're also being told to die. Like they act like you're dead. Once the pack drops, like you have to fall down, close your eyes and act like you're dead. And to be a contestant while that stuff is happening around you would really add to the uh, to the stress of it all. Which by the way, uh, the, the uh, Netflix claims, and there's another story in here with a Netflix uh, separate insider. They That was something the contestants came up with. That the losing contestants dropping to the floor and convulsing as if they had just been gunned down, they they that came up wow um, naturally. Really, the contestants just started doing. Netflix says uh, one insider says, "quote I promise we did not tell them to drop like that. They just did." That's cool. So. Well, and when you're doing challenges, I mean, if you watch enough Survivor and or the aforementioned Big Brother, people have gotten hurt. And it's almost like, you know, going in because the different challenges you're going to do, you might not be physically capable. <laughs> and, oh, my, we've had people, I've seen people break their legs, pass out, and have to have, like, you know, the EMTs come to revive them back because they're just not fit enough for some of this. So those that are, I mean, unless they were promised, you're never going to get hurt. I don't know why those folks were complaining that they got well, injured. You should kind of know going in. Here's uh, here's uh, that story. Two contestants have lawyered up. They are suing for onset injuries, claiming they suffered hypothermia and nerve damage as a result of poor safety standards on set. You would have to have safety standards. Yeah. Uh, uh, they say, uh, for example, during the filming of the first game, Red Light, Green Light, 
where contestants have to stand still when a doll stops singing. That took seven hours to complete the entire filming because oh. footage had to be examined frame by frame to spot who needed to be kicked out. So somewhere in there, because it was freezing cold and they were outside or, or in this hangar, uh, is where that lawsuit comes from. Who knows? Yeah, see, I'm wondering, like, um, not to keep bringing it up, but I can't even tell you how many challenges, and this is what, this, these are the nights I hate. So you'll get a challenge on Big Brother to find out who's going to be the next head of household that's running everything. And I hate the ones where they do these competitions where they go on for hours, because then you don't find out till the next time, or you look it up online. So I wonder how they've been avoiding all of that. Like, did these folks not get them to sign something? Because the same thing. They, I mean, some of their competitions will take hours. They have them freezing. Then they have them warm. Then they have, like, their bodies put under such rigorous, you know, because they're trying to tire out their all of their muscles so they don't make it through the game. So it's like, what what is it that they didn't follow through with? Well, you have two answers, show? and, and you, you, you get to pick there. Either these two contestants of 456... <laughs> are going for a money grab and are dramatic or the only other answer is big brother is not at all what they make it seem like and that it's all it's all uh, sanitized uh according to multiple reports the contestants were actually confined uh when not competing and they were kept there by armed guards the guards are armed on this squid game challenge the contestants are told when to eat sleep exercise uh they describe it behind the scenes as a reality show version of an army boot camp the show's producers instructed the guards to act slightly menacing so the contestants quickly forgot they were on a tv show uh the uh, wow. uh the forced uh, next four episodes come out this wednesday the finale airs a week later on December sixth. Well, I mean, you you kind of gotta make it that way when there's four and a half million dollars on the line. I right. mean, this is no small prize. Uh, one other quick. Uh, we gotta have a trailer update. <laughs> it's a biggie. Just one. According to Life and Style, in a swoon-worthy turn of events. Uh, oh God. Travis Kelsey is orchestrating a Christmas proposal <gasps> to global pop sensation Taylor Swift. Oh, Oh, I hope she's not listening to this. The uh, <laughs> the rumors are that the hitmaker has fallen head over heels in love with the NFL star and has already been dreaming about marrying him. Close circles suggest oh. that discussions about marriage are already underway. Oh my god, they have to have babies! Sparking speculation that an engagement announcement could grace this festive season. This story is so stupid because they go on saying how he's trying to surprise Taylor. Right, like she's not already heard this news or the, this poor guy. He, the story's out there. Yeah. He, now he has to confront it one way or another with Taylor. He either has to do it or say, hey, babe, you know. Or they're gonna... making all this up. Right. Yeah. Or they're doing all of God. this as well. Because, of course, it's all unnamed sources and we don't actually know. Anybody and Dawn. The Rob. Anybody and Dawn Show. time of year you know the time of year when this show phones it in and barely tries wait isn't that all year round and now back to rad radio got a few emails uh, rad at radradio.com from uh talking about squid games the challenge the reality can contest for four and a half million dollars that one person uh wins which i was very skeptical about going in uh and it's really good in fact i'm noticing we watched it on saturday my wife and i did and I, I was noticing yesterday, I mean, football was on, it's a, it's a work day, so it wasn't an option. But then I'm starting to think, I, I really want to get back to it. 
it, it's it's just it's that good. And, and my wife and I were trying to figure out the best way. Do you have to go back and should you watch Squid Games first because uh, it's been a while so that you have you know what all the challenges are coming up and then you watch the challenge or does this get you to wait? And I don't know that we figured out the right answer yet. Uh, Greg says my wife and I just started Squid Games the challenge last night. We got halfway through it. We're loving it. I'm with you, Rob. I actually think Brandon made more of the. Uh, this point, uh, they get the chills going, and my wife and I would. Oh, okay, I, I did say that because in the very beginning, you're like reminded of Squid Game. Uh, but this point, my wife and I do get invested in the characters, and then bam, they're gone. Yeah, the, Brandon was pointing that out. They do a really good job of of highlighting and showing you some of them, uh, and then you're like, you you already get to the point after two episodes. Oh, I hope they don't do that. Oh, I hope he makes it kind of. Yeah. So different different ways of of viewing things. Uh, Jamie wrote in and said. It's fantastic. I laugh my ass off when the contestants dramatically, quote-unquote, get shot. Oh. <laughs> it is funny. It is. Because nobody's really getting hurt. Right. right. And, and, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. and you might, you might as the, the show goes on, you might want to see people leave. Good. I like that guy. Yeah. But you're also going to be like with something. It's like, oh. that. Well, yeah. You get invested in the people. And Matt wrote in about that and said, very compelling characters. My daughter is six. And then he mentions a character that, or a contestant, rather, that did get kicked off which I can't describe because it would be so obvious to you, and obviously it happens in the first two episodes, um, and says, my six-year-old bawled her eyes out when oh, so-and-so was uh, was eliminated oh. because they had kind of built this person up and yeah. then... Yeah. So, well, I mean, uh, this is this thing, like, if, you, if anyone's ever watched Survivor, like, you get your favorite people, and you hate when they lose or go or whatever. Right, except unlike yeah. Survivor, all reports are <laughs> is totally actually legit and real. Oh, you know, a six-year-old watch it? I haven't seen it yet, but I know, like, the regular Squid Game was kind of violent. It wasn't, yeah. wasn't kid-friendly. Is it, this the challenge still okay? Yeah, I, it's, it's, I, yeah, because nobody's really dying. There's no blood. Oh. It's just a, it's a fun game show. Yeah, it's all, yeah. It's all psychological so far. Uh, and, and I don't think there's any actual, like, violence that they're going to be bringing into it. It's on Netflix, five episodes now. This is not an advertisement. Uh, we just know you guys like to... Hear about good things we find, or or bad things like uh, uh, the the dawn dawn agrees with the overwhelming majority of people. The it's it's the best Christmas ever. Is that yeah, what's going? Which it's not horrible. Uh, Don't be suckered in. Worst thing ever. Uh, <laughs> so five episodes of the Squid Game Challenge, and then you get another four uh, this Wednesday, and then a week later you get the series finale. All right, let's see if we can help some people. And now, baby, here's Doctor Rob, the Doctor of Love, Doctor Rob. Here's how the Dr. Rob statement works. You got a question, a comment, a problem of your own. Our phone number is 888-989-9811. You can always write to the doctor, R-A-D, at radradio.com. Remembering I am not really a doctor and that you should suck it. Good news, bad news uh, kind of thing. Uh, um, uh, uh, this time of year, we get inundated with Dr. Rob stuff. The holidays bring it out. might not even be holiday-related because you're with family again or oh. memories, things like that. So we try to do as many of these as we can. We're going to start with Name Withheld. Hey, person. She says, hello, Dr. Rob. This is an urgent cry for help, as I need to hear it from my rad team that I trust so much. After 20 years of making her life in America, my mom has decided to move, move back to her homeland country. She's leaving behind five grandkids and two kids. The only reason why... Adult kids. Uh, the only reason why she's moving back there is because she is reunited with her very first love. Oh. Uh, they met back up uh, about a year ago in September of 2022. They quickly rekindled their relationship, and he is now telling her to move back because he needs her more than we need her. Is that really the message? Do we know that? I'm not sure. Right. She has been selling everything in the house, and we made a decision to put the house up for rent because it's under my name, and we don't think it's right to sell it just in case something doesn't work out for her and she needs to move back. Thanksgiving was our last one together. She's gone this Saturday for at least a year or even longer. 
I'm very conflicted with my emotions and very angry for her decision. But at the same time, he was her first love. Before she met my dad, they lived together. They were deeply in love. And comparing her relationship with my dad, this one is very romantic and caring. At least that's what she tells me. My dad wasn't the best. He abused her emotionally and physically. Oh, oh Jesus. He uh, passed away in 2018. Addicted to pills, alcohol, gambling. Oh. I want my mom to be happy and taken care of. But that means she'll be 9,000 miles away from us. I'm angry and I'm upset. I want to be happy, but I just can't. I started seeing a therapist because I need to deal with my emotions. Can any of you put some sense into me? Good for you to recognize all that and seek professional help and see a therapist. I'm glad that you want to be happy. And uh, what the therapist will help you do is kind of unpack why you're angry and what you're upset at. Because on the surface, it seems like, without you saying this, it might seem like, well, she's abandoning us. She's abandoning me. You don't say anything like this. Do you think she's being impulsive, impetuous? Do you think she's giving in to this guy uh, saying, I need you more than the family? Did he really say that? Because that that I would unpack a little bit just because of your mom's history with an abusive relationship. And for a man to say to a woman he's been dating for over a year, I need you more than your family does without knowing anything about him, if that's what he's saying— you, I, I start to get like, okay, well, wait a minute. She's She was abused in the past. Isolation is job one of an abuser. Separate someone from their family. Contact, physically, etc. So I, I, that's why I stopped when I saw that. Wait a minute. Did he really say that? Because short of that, why can't you be happy for your mom and all those things is what needs to start being unpacked. I have, uh, yeah, my, my red flags are where you already landed. Uh-oh, okay. Because, listen, in general, if you didn't, if there wasn't the added abusive relationship she was in for, it sounds like your whole life and only ended because he died. Is is that correct? It doesn't. That's a great point because I, I can't tell so, when she died in 2018, were they still married? He, right. The, these can't are tell. the things I need to know because, mm. you know, if this was a situation of, right, she's married a long time, it was a beautiful marriage. And then, you know, I'm sure how they met, uh, hooked up again was through Tinder. <laughs> they found each other again her first love it's like you know you got to let your mom live her life blah 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 however in this situation yeah i just my the thing i am very uncomfortable with is how long was she in the relationship with your father and has she healed from that relationship because if you don't heal from something like that you're going to repeat it and if he did indeed say that if this new guy or whatever the first love said to her, you know, Rob already pointed out, I need you more than they do. Ooh, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, 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 no. That that is no good at all. So I, th- I would be so nervous if if the situation is she's never healed from that past relationship. And she was with him up to the end until he passed. And now she's jumping into something else. He was her first love. So was he also terrible? And then she married terrible, right? I mean, he was her first love. So what? Mm. That doesn't mean he was great. It doesn't mean that they were lovely together. I mean, and she's too far away for you to even see how he is to her. Oh, my. These are the reasons I would be uncomfortable with this. So I have two other red flags that popped up here, too. One, that you didn't say any of that. That what Dawn and I did. 
you're you're angry and you're upset, but you didn't tell us that that was the reason why. The other thing too is, what does this mean that she's going to leave Saturday for at least a year or even longer? Where did that come from? Why can't she visit? Why can't you visit? Is it a money thing? It, I, that I, what and what does that mean? What she's going to she's gone for at least a year? What is she? Are they giving it a year to see if it works? That one's an odd one to me too. Yeah, there there are a lot of holes in this, but I mean, I I I think maybe put your shoes in your mom's put put yourself in your mom's shoes really quick. Her husband's dead. Her kids are grown up. She's probably looking to spend some spend the rest of her life with somebody. It's her first love. There's probably a huge deep connection there, and she might not be thinking straight at all. You know, she's probably super emotionally wrecked. And wants the the thing that feels most comforting to her, and she's jumping to this. And that's what I want it to be. I want it to be that where Dawn and I go is not it. That she has healed entirely from her abusive relationship with the letter writer's dad. And maybe they weren't even together for, for, for not even at the end, but for many, 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 many years. And that, yes, she healed from that. And that she has, that's right, that she's like, well, the I, I, I went back to my first love, and it was actually great. When we were together, we just didn't work out. And now I found him again. And yeah, okay, my daughter, they, they, my, my, my kids, my adult kids, they've got relationships. And yeah, they have grandkids, but I have nothing. And I saw him, and we've been together for over a year. And he didn't actually say, I need you more than your family does. Actually, me, mom, I think he needs me more. And I kind of said that, or I let the letter writer think that. And if it was all of that, if it is all that, rather, if it is all of that, now we're back to you got to let mom. Be happy and let her live and stay in contact with her and all that. It's just there's so many. Yeah, it, it, if it yeah. is that, then uh, yes to what you just said. You got to let her live, and then also I I personally would understand you being upset that she won't be around for your grandkids. You'd be upset, I, but I would. Yeah. I don't think I don't think you should be angry. No, 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 no. I mean, if she said both. It's okay. I mean, you know what? Listen, the good thing about emotions is that they're fleeting. So, I mean, if you if you feel anger, you feel anger, let it go. You're in therapy, and they'll help you release that. But like, if this is something that is positive, and all the things that Rob just mentioned, <laughs> then yes, I would be bummed that Grandma's not there for the grandkids because I I I personally had such a wonderful relationship with my. I think grandparents are amazing when you're a little kid. So it's beautiful if they can experience that. So, yes, I would be upset by that and try and get over that. But if it's none of that and she never healed and she has a pattern with toxicity and jumping too soon, she's too old to be jumping. So, like I don't know. I, I hate to use age, but there does come a point in life where you have had enough life experience and lived enough to know that it's something healthy to jump into or not and – I yeah, I just hate that she's so far away and you can't monitor what's it, happening. Here's the other God damn it, you know, more questions. More questions. Hey, wait a minute. Look, if 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 it was the happy version, the the Kyle Rob hybrid version. Yeah. I'm like, well, they've been together since September of last year. They're, this is not an impetuous decision. It's a year and a couple months. She's mature, she's got experience. But wait a minute. So where is he? And where has he been through this whole, they hooked up back in September of 2022? Is he in the homeland? Have they been together? Is this, a, is this an online thing? Why do they, because why do they have to, because when he says he needs her more than we do, well, that means he's there. 
Where where's he been? Has he been there the whole time? Has he visited? Have they seen each other? What? Eh, yeah, because eh, listen, I understand this is her eh, first love, right? Eh, the, yes, from the very 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 first. That's what letter writer says. But a million years have passed since then. You 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 can get to know someone as much as you can get to know someone through phone conversation, Skype, FaceTime. I'm not saying you can't, mm -hmm. of course, but you can only get to know so much. You really truly know someone in day to day life when you're actually in the same town or in the same house. Period. Yeah, and so so first of all, has she even seen him physically at all since September? If she has, was it like a weekend? Or a visit, and then it's continued with what Dawn's describing, and and she's now she is diving into. All right, I gotta I gotta be there. Who else does she have in the homeland? Is there still family that's there? Like, is she literally going there, and he is the only person she knows? I don't like that. Maybe if uh, look, letter writer, we're not trying to add more to your to your feelings and all that, but maybe you clear a lot of that up. We can get a little bit more focused on on what our reactions are to this wouldn't it be crazy though we talk about uh people getting scammed all the time online <laughs> and getting catfish what if this is oh. somebody in that homeland country oh. catfishing the mom for oh. money and everything and having her move out there oh no but we don't know <laughs> oh like it's a friend of that knew Ooh. they were first yeah and they're disguising themselves as this person or Juicy. yeah oh yeah or what if her first love is scamming her oh. for in some other way Oh God! All right, I, I get protective of old yeah. people. We would, uh, I wouldn't let her go. Right, you, you middle-aged people, you young people. Dawn doesn't get protective at all. Screw you. You can die all you want. Uh, I, I'm gonna lose, I'm gonna jump this to the top of the line because this is kind of family. Uh, you know, uh, when we do jokes from the maggots, which are coming up in about 30 minutes, we have 13-year-old Athena, uh, and uh, she sent in an email through her mom's email address, which is how the jokes come in. And Athena wrote, "Mom okayed this email, and we wrote it together." Okay. And it's Athena's Dr. Rob letter. She says, first, sorry that the joke submissions have been off and on lately. We've been having a really hard time at home with my grandfather, who, as I mentioned in a previous email, has dementia. While my parents were away on vacation, he completely lost his mind. It was hell for 10 days. While mom was away, she called the doctor to see if there was any medication that we can give him to calm him down, but that's not working. It's really hard, too, because in his confused state, he reverts back to his native language of Greek. We don't understand him, and then he gets angry because we don't understand him and that we don't speak Greek. Only my mom speaks Greek. I love my grandfather, but it is really hard to like him lately. I remember all the good times we had when he didn't have dementia. He used to pick us up from school every day, take us to the park, take us to the mall, take us to the arcade, and play with us, and now it's just screaming and yelling. I pretty much hide in my mom's room all day when I come home from school, and I just don't know what to do. We're not in a position to put him in a home either, so we're stuck. Do any of the maggots or any of you have any advice on how to cope with this? Remember oh, Athena's 13, if that helps you as you oh, as you try Athena. to come up with ways we can reach out to her. Yeah, I mean, I, I can relate a little bit. I watched the grandfather go through Alzheimer's and dementia, and he completely lost it towards the end of his life there. Mm -hmm. And it was hard because, you know, you identify your grandfather as somebody that you used to know, you used to hang out with, go fishing with, and, like, she's talking about going to the mall and doing all these things with. And one thing that really helped when I, when I watched my grandfather pass with the same thing was this isn't really him. This is a disease taken over. He's not all the way there. You know, it's just – it's kind of like this, it's the dying process. It's like when you watch a fruit fall off a tree and get moldy. He's going through the moldy. It's not the good fruit anymore. Like, you just got to remember that he once was something that you remember that you love, 
and that this is just the process of what happens, and he's not going to be like this. It's not who he is. I hope, Athena, I, I, I don't want you to hear this as though I'm talking down to you. I, I hated that when I was a kid where adult treats you like a child or anything. But I, I, I do want you to understand that going through watching anyone you genuinely love who has Alzheimer's have Alzheimer's, it is one of the worst things for an adult to to see. Grown adults of 30, 50 more years old watching people become a shell of themselves and somebody that they literally don't recognize. And it is I, – I, 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 you, are, you are undergoing one of the great challenges of your young life to have to experience this. And I think Kyle's advice was excellent, but I just wanted you to know that I, I have dealt with Alzheimer's in my life. I have dealt with people that have dealt with it, and it is, it is brutal. It is everything you're describing and more. Athena, I'm so sorry that at a young age you're already facing something that is so adult, and as Rob mentioned, that it's not easy for adults to handle. And I want you to, I truly want you to be okay with yourself with all the emotions you're feeling. Of course, it's you don't know this person. It, it's 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 hard to like anyone who behaves in such a way. And then that's where it's easy. It, it, it's good to keep in mind what Kyle just said. It isn't him, and you know it isn't him, and you have the memories of the real him. But do not at all um, feel shameful or guilty if you're just not feeling good feelings when these things are happening. That's okay. You need to honor all of those feelings, and you need to let those feelings out when you're sitting there in the room. What If it's crying, drawing, whatever it is, whatever your outlets are. Be sure to find those outlets and continue to talk with your parents because you're all going through it together and you all can be that support system for each other. Just try really hard not to shut yourself out because it is okay to feel all the feelings that you are having and to process them the best that you can. And I I don't know if um, your parents have already done this. I don't know if your grandfather is on – where do they – is it Medicare and Medicaid? I mean, when you're older, right? Sometimes they have um, someone, they have assistance for things like this where they can come to your house that's included in that, that the state pays for or the federal government. And I'm not 100% sure how all that works. And that could be up to your mom or dad to, you know, kind of do the research on that just to give you guys a a little bit of relief. I'm sure it's not something that could be full time, but any kind of help in a situation like that um support groups i mean there's also other kids that go through this you know you and your mom maybe look for also support groups for the family on how to handle and deal with this because this this is a lot to have to to do brenda you spend every day with a nine-year-old for the last what year plus mm -hmm. instinctually if if you were in any similar situation anything jumped to your mind that we haven't mentioned yet um well unfortunately she has experienced death multiple times over the last couple of years. Uh, she's lost grand, uh, grandparent, a cousin, I think, um, people that were very close to her. And she's, it, it's hard to say because everybody grieves in their own way. Um, and there wasn't really any warning for these deaths. So it's, it's different. I, I don't, nothing really is jumping out to me. Um, but, yeah, I just, I, I guess, just try to uh, take everybody's advice here. I, I like Don's idea of getting 
involved in some support groups. I know there's a lot of things on social media that you can talk to other people who have gone through similar things. And unfortunately, I don't, I don't really have any great advice because I don't have anybody who has passed by that similar ailment. Um, no, but you said a very important word there that, that dovetails to something that Dawn was, was saying as well, is that, that hopefully Athena realizes she is in a grieving process. She is she's watching yep. her grandfather disappear. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes, right, Athena, he literally disappears. It's like, yep. I, I don't know who, who this is. And, and so hopefully somewhere in all of this, we gave you something. And as the maggots write in, we will absolutely either forward them right to you. I know you and mom listen all the time and we have your email. Uh, or we'll just mention them on the air if they're going to help others. Dr. Rob is not a real doctor. He only plays a doctor on the radio. Most of the time, he's full of crap. And stop apologizing for being inconsistent with the jokes. We'll we'll all be okay. We appreciate it just when it makes you feel good. Uh, Hello there, Darcy. Good morning. Hi, yeah. Um, I'm a medical transport driver now, but I used to be a nursing assistant with people with Alzheimer's and dementia. And I can tell you the most important thing to help, redirection. Find out what his... Hmm? Oh, no. Oh, God. Plane checkers. Hmm. And redirect him when he has an episode. Okay, so Athena, if you didn't hear because it, it cut out a little bit, and Mom, this is because we don't know who you're, who you're getting help from that Dawn was alluding to. Uh, might that work? When he gets into an episode, can you redirect him to something that he responds to? Like, does he like to play checkers, was her example. Hello there, Tim. Good morning. Hi. Uh, yeah, I've, I've had some dealing as a young child with with someone who kind of was fading mentally as well. And to help with that uh, redirection, since he's reverting to to his native Greek, it might help to kind of meet him a little bit there. There are programs that can be found, Pimsleur or Babbel, that within a few weeks, maybe you won't be fluent, but at least you'll be able to have some communication in Greek with your grandfather. And they do make those programs for kids. And keep in mind, mom does speak Greek. And I think there's some some services like Google, they, there's translators that can do it live for you. So mm-hmm. it would hear him talk and then it could read it back in English and vice versa oh my gosh, nice. to you. Can you uh, try that? Uh, keep, keep the ideas coming. RAD at radradio.com or uh, give us a call. We'll make sure Athena and her mom hear them. We're going to play the pressure cooker right now for some holiday cash. We've got a $100 Visa gift card. It's our daily trivia game that we play every single day, although we don't get a winner every single day. We sure don't. It's trivia. You either know it or you don't. Uh, you don't. Five right, 30 seconds. None of that matters. Let's your caller 18 right now. You can do it. 888-989-9811. Caller 18 plays the pressure cooker. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. The holidays mean disappointment, so give your friends and family a gift membership to Rad TV. Available at members.radradio.com. Uh, a couple follow-up emails, R-A-D at radradio.com. First one's from Patricia. Hey, Patricia. Joke writer Athena, 13 years old, wrote in about her grandfather and Alzheimer's and what it's like to go through that. Uh, and Patricia has kind of a follow-up to something Dawn uh, mentioned. Anytime Dawn stumbles into some really good advice, I like to highlight it. Shut up. <laughs> she says... Uh, Medi-Cal covers the cost of in-home support, people. Uh, if I, I did 24-7 hospice for my mom suffering from dementia. 
There are medications that will stabilize him, help him sleep, etc. So that's for uh, uh, Antonia, is, uh, Athena's mom. Is that California though? Medical. Medical would be. A lot of states have that. Yeah. Um, I think, but I think Athena and her parents, I do think, are in California, aren't they? Yeah. Um, and uh, and then and and I don't know where Medicare comes into all that, but it's, it's good to know. And she, okay, is there a difference, or is it the start of Alzheimer's? Because she she said he had dementia. Is that the? Eh. Is it like? I think we're splitting hairs. It might be, you know, uh, the the whether or not the official diagnosis is there. Curious. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's my because understanding. I'll hear too, right? Yeah. I'll hear dementia, and then I'll hear Alzheimer's. So it's like, is it like uh, C- COPD that people will get, and it turns to emphysema? Is it like that? <laughs> well, and that and that the reason that question is so important is because when you're getting into any type of insurance, that will delineate yeah. the type of care. Uh, Brittany wrote in. And said, my heart truly hurts for you, Athena. I remember going with my mom to check on my great-grandmother who had dementia and Alzheimer's and being scared because some days would be good and some days she would freak out because she didn't recognize us and she would curse at us and she'd hit my mom. It was horrible. Oh, God. Looking back at it now, I think about how terrible it must have been for her to be in a body that she didn't recognize. Yeah. The only advice I can give is to just hold on to those memories that you have and try to fixate on those whenever you do interact with him. Write, draw, continue to talk to people about your feelings. You can't keep those bottled up. And just know, like Dawn said, oh, my God, more good Dawn advice. Shut hey, Got to find levity. It's perfectly okay and normal to have the feelings you're having right now. You're grieving the grandfather you once knew. The other thing, too, Athena, this doesn't help everybody, but um, sometimes it does. Know that you're not alone. No. That there is so much of this, this sadness that is going on around everyone. And, and, and sometimes it's not, it's not so much misery loves company. Sometimes it does feel good for some people. You're, you might be like, oh, my God, Rob, you're such a boomer. Uh, but for some people, it's like, look, yeah, we, this is awful, and so many other people have it as bad or worse. And, 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 and it's, there's a little bit of camaraderie. Uh, in that for some. So keep, uh, keep the emails coming. And Athena, you can always write back for anything with us. R-A-D at radradio.com. For now, we are going to play the pressure cooker. Pressure cooker. It's time to test your brain. Pressure cooker. It's a trivia game. Pressure cooker. We got some Christmas cash, a $100 Visa gift card. Caller 18 is going to take a shot. Hello, Will. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Your timer's going to begin when I finish reading the first question, which is true, false. So you got a 50-50 shot. Get that one right, and then uh, you got to get four more to win. Pass any questions you want. We'll do a recap when we're done to give you your score. And everyone playing along the answers, and i got to take the first thing you say. So if you say dementia, and then you say Alzheimer's, I have to take dementia as your answer and head to the Google cave during the commercial break <laughs> to get us an answer. Do you have any questions? Nope. Good luck. True or false, the National Christmas Tree is in Rockefeller Center in New York City. Ball. Name one of the two teams playing tonight in Monday Night Football. The Bears. What words follow Silent Night in the song? Holy. What is the Jewish New Year called? Uh, Hanukkah. On Christmas night, 1776, General George Washington crossed which river? Delaware. According to the 12 Days of Christmas, what do you receive on the sixth day? Ones of swimming. The movie Miracle on 34th Street is based on a real-life department store. Which one? Macy's. All right. As long as we start the question before the buzzer, we take the answer. That was some good playing. I am going to need a verdict on one of the answers. You got seven questions. You only need five. All right. True or false, the National Christmas Tree is in Rockefeller Center in New York City. He said that is false. 
the national Christmas tree is in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Name one of the two teams playing tonight in Monday Night Football. He said, Da Bears. <laughs> they will play the Minnesota Vikings. All right. Now the question, as written and as said, but this is what we have to discuss. What words follow Silent Night in the song? He said a word. Yeah, words is plural. That'd be two, and he only said one. I know, but it's Christmas. Yeah, the FCC doesn't care about that. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's possible, and we can't go to him. It's possible he heard me say word. Yeah, that's very true. There's a music bed playing under him. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Can we take a vote? I like that. Brandon? I vote no. Clearly. Okay, you're saying no. You're a Scrooge. You, you heard words, and you say, look, that means yeah, more than I one heard word. It. I heard words, and he said word, and I went and immediately was like, um, that's not valid. You immediately said, nope, he Correct. didn't He didn't, He didn't. didn't answer in words. Mm. So, plural. one more time, the question. What words follow Silent Night in the song? And he only said holy. <sighs> he didn't say what I wanted, which is holy night. Silent night. Holy okay. night. And uh, now, now I should have said, now that we've done this, Moving forward, the question should have read, what two words? Yeah. Yeah. He might have just heard word. Yeah, okay. because he's on the phone. Yeah, and it's sometimes different. S's don't come through as well. Exactly. Especially if there's a music bed playing underneath. <laughs> there it is. Because Kyle's a hard no. Yeah. yeah. I'd, yeah. G- I'd give it to him. Okay. Yeah, we already know you, Dawn. You have no spine. Yes, I have a spine, but it's, hello, the holidays. Give it. Hush. Come on, Rob. Oh. What is the Jewish New Year called? He said Hanukkah. Is it Rosh Hashanah? a boy. Yeah. Hanukkah is the celebration of the season, similar to Christmas for us. Rosh Hashanah is the Jewish New Year. On Christmas night, 1776, General George Washington crossed which river? He said the Delaware. According to the 12 days of Christmas, what do you receive on the sixth day? He said swans are swimming. Co- coins. Slappers slapping. Six. <laughs> Geese Elaine. Geese Elaine. That's why. No one likes geese. What? That's why he forgot it. Everybody hates geese. Geese are mean. Yeah, they do hiss a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then at the buzzer, the movie Miracle on 34th Street is based on a real life department store. What do they call it in the movie? Gimbals? Gumbles? No, that's an elf. <laughs> I think it's a Miracle on 34th oh, Street, is too. It? Is there Isn't an actual it? Gimbals in New York? Isn't it? What do they call it in, in, in Miracle on 34th Street? I thought it was like some other name, Hartford. Because the reason it's called that is that is where the flagship store is located of what he said, Macy's. That's why I said, but I don't think they called it Macy's. But I CF Coles. That's right. Uh, I was thinking of Elf. Damn it. Okay, but is there a Gimbal's in New York? Yes, there is a. Yeah, which is why I should have known that it doesn't make any sense. No, that's all right. Hey, you made made us all Uh, think of Elf, and that makes people smile. The reason we had to have that whole discussion is with that answer, he got five right. Three more chances for you to win some holiday cash tomorrow morning at 7, 8, and 9 a.m. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. If you have an office party this year and need a gag gift for someone you hate, we have you covered. Head to the stupid store at radradio.com. 
Uh, we got uh, this email, rad at radradio.com. Will just won a $100 Visa gift card by getting five right in the pressure cooker, but we had to have a discussion about one of the questions because the question was, what words follow Silent Night in the song? And he said, holy. But it was words. But I should have said two words. Should have been more specific. There's a yeah. music bed. Maybe he only heard word. And it's a holiday. I did not take that into account <laughs> when I made my final decision of allowing it to go through. Uh, a Brandon wrote in and said, Rob, I'm glad you gave the contestant the Silent Night question. As you always say, words matter. And technically, just asking what words come after Silent Night could have also meant you wanted the rest of the lyrics for the entire song. Mm. Oh, yeah. true. Okay. Uh, Laura says, I didn't look this up. This is based on past experience. But the difference between dementia and Alzheimer's, as I know it is, Alzheimer's attacks the brain more specifically, where dementia usually comes with a breakdown physically on top of the psychological stuff. Oof. In a way, it's more difficult with Alzheimer's because they are still physically fit to do what they want, even if it's un safe yeah kind of sort of i mean it's a distinction without a difference almost to those of us without medical backgrounds dementia is a group of symptoms caused by different diseases that damage the brain and include memory loss confusion needing help with daily tasks problems with language understanding uh, uh and then uh, problem with languages and understanding and changes in behavior but alzheimer's disease is the most common cause of dementia Alzheimer's disease is a physical illness which damages, damages a person's brain, and it can start years before symptoms start to slow. So whatever the distinction oh. is, and, and this came up because th- th- none of this would help 13-year-old Athena. This was about her mom being able to go to Medi-Cal or Medicaid or whatever, and, and is there a difference with, with the, the, the assistance they'll help uh, pay for uh, and provide? Uh, and either way, it was, I think, more of a kind of a curiosity, uh, if you will. But keep the uh, emails coming. If we don't get to read them, we will send them over to Athena's mom so that she can show them. <laughs> If you're a maggot and you're listening to us, so you are, if you got jokes, emails rad at radradio.com. Don't call, you can't tell jokes. Sorry. The aforementioned 13 year old Athena is first. Yay. What do you get if you're inducted into the Serial Killer Hall of Fame? What? A lifetime dismembership. <laughs> oh, that's what I wanted. What's the last thing a serial killer hears as he kills his victim? What? what? Snap, crackle, pop. <laughs> <laughs> From nine year old Lily. Oh, sweet Lily. Why did the Australian fisherman get kicked out of the toy store? Why? Because he was throwing shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> What do shrimp wear in the kitchen? Where? Aprons. <laughs> oh. Not bad. No, now I want seafood. Uh, we have a submission here from an eight-year-old named Jacob. Hey, Jacob. Why should you never share secrets with a burrito? Why? They tend to spill the beans. <laughs> All right, these are from Greg. Hi, Greg. What vehicle do you become when you have a cold? What? An ah-ah-choo-choo train. <laughs> As far as I know, that was from an adult. <laughs> terrible. Where do chocolate and peanuts meet up? Where? The candy bar. <laughs> hey, uh, you want a you whiskey sour? Yeah. <laughs> These are from Dalton. Hey, Dalton. A man says to his doctor, I have this weird dream every night that I'm filling up my house with unnecessary groceries. The doctor says, I see. I believe you have Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> My neighbor really pissed me off last night. 
He kept playing the same Lionel Richie song over and over. I wouldn't mind normally, but it was all night long. <laughs> good. Very good. It's the name of the song. Great song. That was a great song. Love this song. Is that the only reason you read the joke? <laughs> no, I read it because it's funny. Big D wrote in. Uh, he has non-themed dad jokes, so I guess it's too early for him to send in Christmas jokes. Oh, okay, huh? When I was younger, my parents told me I can be. By the way, this is not a dad joke. This is like a Kyle joke. Oh. When I was younger, my parents told me I can be anyone I dreamed of becoming, and then I learned the hard way that identity theft is a crime. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you get caught. <laughs> if you spell the words absolutely nothing backwards, you get Gnitin Yoleto Suba, which ironically means absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it was easy to stop women from eating Tide Pods, but I couldn't deter gents. <laughs> what cars do sheep drive? What? Lamborghinis. There's a couple from Wendy. Hey, Wendy. As a man, one of the reasons I got married was I got tired of finishing my own sentences. <laughs> yeah. Got you covered. Yeah, you always do. <laughs> my wife and I laugh about how competitive we are, but I laugh more. <laughs> and these are from Liam. Hi, Liam. I am running for president in 2024. If elected, I will ban all forms of shredded cheese. Thus... I will make America great again. <laughs> USA! USA! I always carry a picture of my wife and kids in my pocket. It reminds me where all of my money went. If you got jokes, email us rad at radradio.com. If you're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, in mere moments, coming up during our next commercial break, you are going to get the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Oh, the big little puppy. What's coming up, Brando? We have your dogs, Scout and Sarge, <gasps> featuring their voices while playing, and uh, it ends with an awesomely chaotic moment oh. of Rob being knocked over, uh, knocking over his wife's plant watering bucket yeah where the, the the angle where i'm filming them they're filming and, and scout is in one of their kennels and sarge keeps leaping in at him and then having the spins so uh, my, <laughs> my wife and i are doing their voices uh but uh eventually i uh, behind me is is one of our, our tables and one of the, my, my wife has put the, the 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 plant watering can there for some reason that was a bad spot uh, okay well, maybe and, she likes it there and, she's and, the one that waters all the plants don't think it needed to be filled and, and in that particular position oh but, my gosh so I, I, I i back into it and it falls and then there's chaos and then there's water on the on the floor and i don't want to ruin it for you so that's coming up on the k9 cam uh you can always come back and and watch those later if you're not uh, watching Rad TV right now at members.radradio.com. All right, let's get to WinRob's Change. Uh, we do it every morning at 6.30 and 9.30, and we start with Chris, the Princess Bread Shitter in the gay area. Gay area. Uh, and um, you'll hear me crinkling and crankling the invisible email. Oh, okay. wow. There, okay. There isn't one. Huh. Now, I did ask my staff to double check. So, Chris, if you sent it, and, 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 and we either didn't get it or it went in some phantom folder, and I will retract my criticism. We know you're up in Canada. with it takes the, a while. Your, uh, your wife's... <laughs> 
uh, in-laws. Yeah, I don't know if it's the the slow-moving broadband, uh, like because I think in in Canada it moves like maple syrup. <laughs> and they're so nice, I'll have to say hi to it on its way out. So uh, we uh, or bye. Um, yeah, either. <laughs> I mean, actually, Canadians have to do both. Hi, a bye. <laughs> We don't have your update. We don't have your updated. I don't think your odds are any better because it was another word clue unless Chris was going to say, aha, I figured out where, what, what, what that Rob wants. Yeah. And so that it may, I don't know if it lowers the odds. But we would, we would. It would if he's actually figured it out, but I don't know if he would say that. Anywho, uh, we are looking for our eighth guess if you somehow, and you could, have figured out everything that I was I was talking about, and then you've got what you need, and then you just got to give them to me. You will win Rob's change. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Caller 18 gets the Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Nothing says I hate myself more than waking up and watching this show. So get Rad TV now by heading to members.radradio.com. Speaking of, we uh, just got this email from Dan, who's actually excited. He says, finally, I get to watch you for live. I work late, and I'm not up in the AM to watch or listen to you guys. I listen every night on the app. He doesn't explain why he's getting to watch today. He says, you guys rock. Keep it up. Aww, uh, that's uh, Rad TV at members.radradio.com, where this Saturday is another Radder Day. We're going to do a live show for you on Saturday morning, Ooh. this Saturday, December 2nd, from, of course, 6 to 9 a.m. Uh, live, commercial-free, uncensored on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. We also have gift memberships available as we head to uh, Christmas. Only 28 uh, days left until Christmas morning. Uh, George wrote in because uh, it, during the pressure cooker we were asking about uh, the uh, the 12 days of Christmas and uh, geese Elaine came up and Kyle made the offhand comment that he hates geese. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> They're mean creatures. Uh, George says, while I concur with Kyle that geese are mean, hiss, destroy property, and are just a general pain in the ass when in your neighborhood, I still like them in many forms, mostly brined in Rad Radio's turkey brine, which is still available for the proverbial Christmas goose. I have net to try goose. I am very curious. I wonder how good it is. Yeah, I like a lot of those game birds, uh, like uh, like quail uh, and... Um, Chucker? Uh, no, Chucker's dumb. Um, <laughs> uh, there's uh, the, uh, the, the other one I really wanted to think of is the names of... It's actually pigeon. Oh, squab. We call it squab because pigeons are such dirty birds. We have to come up with a... Yeah. Yeah. Delicious. And I have not tried a goose or geese yet, but a lot of people old school used to make that, yes, for Christmas. Uh, and it would be perfect in the uh, rad, in the rad uh, 2023 proprietary brine blend, uh, which is still available. We can ship you some. we got a few uh, dozen packets left in the stupid store. Superstore! Uh, or you can go to uh, the, one of the vendors. There's a handful of vendors left that still have some brine. They're all getting low. They're all listed at radradio.com in the stupid store. Superstore, actually. Uh, and remember that NorCal Gun Vault in Rockland, Ooh. California is collecting toys for the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots Christmas Drive. You bring in at least 20 dollars worth of new unwrapped toys for donation along with the receipt of the purchase and NorCal Gun Vault will give you a bag of rad turkey brine and uh, you can find all of the all the vendors and all the information uh, online radradio.com in the stupid store. store the best things in life are free we're gonna help you pay some bills and fees with Rob's change what I want with Rob's change your best guess and estimate 
The calculation in Rav Sharaf's change With Rav Sharaf's change What I want With Rav Sharaf's change now we usually uh, start uh, the, uh, the 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 what we call the call to action. That was the previous segment where we said, okay, we're going to take caller eighteen right now with Chris from the uh, the, the, Chris, the Chris rather the Princess Spreadsheeter from the Gay Area. Bay Area. Who's not in the Gay Area? Bay Area. He's uh, currently in Saint Catharines, Ontario, Canada, and we we're talking about uh, we got no email. It, what is it because the is it because the uh, internet works slower in, in Canada? Eh? <laughs> Uh, every now and then, once or twice, he's actually has sent in an update and it's gone to a folder and we haven't found it. Well, I hit the button to go to commercials and the email printed. Uh. So I mean, he was that close. And so he says, since I'm in Canada, I'm going to start my email update with a proper apology, eh? Sorry <laughs> that my email is coming in at the last minute. I went for a hike this morning with my gorgeous wife and her mom and her sister. Yes, it's currently 37 degrees and the wind is blowing Shh. at around 20 miles an hour. So oh. why would we go out for a 90-minute walk in this weather? I don't know, actually. <laughs> but having made it back to the house, I've given a lot of thought to what oh, I'm going to do with my spreadsheet calculations. I'm fairly certain of the place that Rob has been guiding us to. And after the clue he gave for Elizabeth's guess. Elizabeth. At 6.30 this morning, I now have a set of numbers to work with. So Chris thinks he's figured out clues two through seven. He's going, okay, well, I'm going to go off that then. I decided to run my calculations accordingly. If I am correct in where Rob has led us, there are now 3,360 possibilities in my spreadsheet, which comply with my interpretation of Rob's word clues. That means that our 930 contestant has a 0.03% chance of picking the right combination of numbers. For comparison, it is 100 times more likely, 3%, that a man in his 50s will be diagnosed with erectile dysfunction. Oh. So, oh. Rob, how's it hanging these days? <laughs> it's not. It's doing quite well. My uh, my wife would be the first uh, to tell you, uh, and I'll actually expand on uh, on why someday, uh, because it all ties into a variety of things that I'm looking forward to sharing. That sounds very strange, but trust me. <laughs> but and by the way, I have uh, oh, I've decided what we're going to do here in terms of uh, clues moving forward. When we get a guess, starting with caller eighteen here in a moment, if the guess clearly does not coincide with the place that I've led you, then. That is a that is going to be deemed an invalid guess because that's also a clue to you. Because if you have the same idea, and you know what I mean, if you've got clues two through seven, you're like, oh, I don't have the right place that Rob was guiding us to. So, caller 18 is Nicole. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Nicole, you are eighth guest. If you give us the right amount of money, you will win that amount. What is your guess? 900. 900. Sorry. Okay. $997.05. $997.05. That is a legitimate guess. Ooh. Nicole's in the right place. I mean. <gasps> what? She might not be, but she clearly is. Then she has stumbled into a different place than where I led her, and all of the numbers are working for clues two through seven. $997.05. You lose. Oh, it is a legitimate guess, but it is incorrect. And that is a clue in and of itself. Your next chance to win is tomorrow morning. The clue is it's a legitimate guess. Oh, that's it. Your next okay. chance to win Rob's change is tomorrow morning at 6.30. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show.
The holidays mean disappointment. So give your friends and family the junk you can find in the stupid store at radradio.com. Yeah, there's email, R-E-D at radradio.com. It's from Penny. Hi, Penny. Now, you see, Penny's a regular. She emails in a lot. I recognize the uh, the email. Loyal P1 maggot. We just played Win Rob's Change, and we had a legitimate guess, meaning that uh, unless the unless the, the, the 18th caller was wildly lucky or coincidentally going to another place, she has figured out the word clues, numbers two through seven, and where I was, was leading all of you. It wasn't correct, but it was legitimate. And 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 then Penny wrote in and said, thank Christ, someone finally figured out the damn place. Good Lord, I can't believe how long it took people to get there. I've had it since clue number three. Wow. And it's been killing me to hear the now acknowledged as invalid guesses. Why didn't you send me an email? One person, I got one person who had it figured out early on. And, and I'm saving it until it, it's at, at the end. They, they wrote in. Why wouldn't you have written in? Because so many people were writing in. I know that Chris, the Princess Spreadsheeter's place was all wrong. <laughs> I know that Christine the Pest's place was all wrong. Oh. Hmm. And they know that now. I'm not giving them anything huh. based on the... Hmm. Interesting. Uh, also, uh, we got this note uh, from uh, member maggot Will. Hey, Will. Uh, speaking of our contest, uh, we're going to try again tomorrow morning to give away uh, $100 Visa gift cards at 7, 8, 9 a.m. The uh, pressure cooker... Uh, uh, today uh, came with, uh, we had to have a, a group meeting, team meeting, when I asked, uh, uh, what are the words right after Silent Night in the song? And he said, holy. Mm, that's only <laughs> one word. And, and I, but I, I didn't say specifically two words, so somebody wrote in and said, that could mean you wanted the whole song after right. that. Right, yeah, exactly. Did he only hear words? So ultimately we gave it to him. Woo, woo. And he wrote in and said, thanks for the opportunity to play the pressure cooker today as far as holy night gate goes. I heard you say only word. Uh-huh. Thanks for the sweet gift card. <laughs> I'm not buying that. No, I, I know you're not. It wouldn't have mattered because, I mean, point taken with you didn't say how many. Right. There, yeah. there were a lot of reasons. That's why we always ask for, uh, you know, how many total kids does Brad Pitt have? Because if you say four and I only say how many kids, well, he has four. Right. So now I have to be, I have to just remember the specificity. <laughs> uh, hey, if you're a welfare recipient and you're just waking up to start your busy day. Here's a recap via emails from allegedly working Americans of what you missed on today's show, Graham. A lot of people wrote in, had great Thanksgivings, great turkeys. Uh, Somebody wrote in and said that they used uh, our brine that they had bought way back in 2020, and it turned out great. Because a lot of people are wondering, we know it's an 18-month shelf life, but we didn't know. I mean, yeah, but it's all dried and uh, dried spices. spices. Zach says, I just wanted you guys to know that I ordered my turkey brine three years ago. Just had a chance to use it this year, and it was still good and delicious as always. Nice. So, I mean, technically, it should be. It should be. It should spices be. Spices in a bag, just you know, like our spices at home. You get into food, you, you err on the side of caution. None of this is surprising me, but now we've got a couple maggots saying three years. It was, it was fine. Uh, also, Edgar wrote in a bunch last week about making turducken, had a few questions, and then he made it. Hey, and he said everybody loved it. That's the duck and the chicken and the turkey all together. And I've said the whole time I've done it, it's just not worth it. But he said everybody loved it. People didn't even touch the turkey. And I said, well, now you're stuck doing all that work. So I'll clarify after I read. He says, as a single man who lives alone with his, and he's 33, with his two dogs and Aww. has worked in a few restaurants, I don't mind doing the turducken each year. I love cooking. It wasn't too much work for me personally, but I can see why it can be for some people. It's just one of those things that people say, you make it look easy. <laughs> anyway, my kitchen is stocked, and I have everything to make pretty much anything you can think of. Hell, I have free, three freaking ovens. 
including a brick oven outside my backyard. Nice. I was drinking whiskey and watching Hannibal as well. I was pretty comfortable and in my zone during the whole process. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, that's and great. It, it, what I keep saying is it wasn't for me. It wasn't oh, worth man. the work. Look, a lot of Thanksgiving is a lot of work. It's whether it's it's turkeys, multiple turkeys, all the size, but it's all worth it. For me, the payoff just wasn't there. That doesn't mean it's hard. It just means that it wasn't worth it. Uh, all right. Uh, if you uh, watch us live on Rad TV in the morning at members.radradio.com during the commercial breaks, you get a question of the day. Email in your answers. We save them till the end of the show. What was today's question? What would be the worst thing to hear as you are going under anesthesia before oh. heart surgery? Oh, God. I Very mean, specific. Yeah. Yeah. And it, well, and remember that heart surgery, because for a couple of the answers comes up, uh, got some good answers. Joyce says, I don't suppose I would like to hear the surgeon say something like, well, let's cross our fingers on this one. <laughs> uh, this email's from Chris. I think the worst thing to hear before you go under anesthesia for heart surgery would be hearing the doctor say, ugh. Man, I have a hangover. Mm. And there were a few forms of that. Uh, <laughs> Kyle's dad wrote in. My dad. Uh, he gave us a couple. I really thought I'd be more sober by the time surgery started. Oh, God. Or, hey, five bucks says I can get my whole fist in. <laughs> and then, of course, you, you, you go under. Oh, I thought of one. We should let the female student try this one. <laughs> Not just God. the student. I That's swear. a double burn. The female student. Kyle, you're such a pig. Yeah. yeah. I like, would going... hate to hear something that wherever it is you live, whatever natural disaster could hit. Like here, like earthquake. Right? Mm -hmm. Like they're screaming earthquake. Somebody. You're going <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, God. Somebody did write in, and they said they didn't want to hear the fire uh... alarm. <laughs> uh, Lori says the worst thing to hear before undergoing anesthesia would be the heart surgeon talking to his operating room staff and saying, we should probably stop having those three martini lunches. <laughs> Carly says, uh, I would hate to hear the surgeon say, don't worry, I'm not a doctor, but I'll take a look. <laughs> Here's a few from Teresa. Oh, Teresa. Where are my glasses? Oh, God. And then remember, it's heart surgery. That's specified in the question, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Are we going with the larger or the smaller implants? Oh. <laughs> or both legs, right? <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> so those, those were all things oh, we, we didn't want to hear. And then we got this email from Meg. Shut up, Meg. <sighs> Worst thing to hear about going under anesthesia? Well, this actually happened to me oh. during my breast augmentation. I had lopsided tatas, so righty was bigger than lefty. I looked down at my chest as the anesthesia was kicking in to see the word more written in Sharpie on the wrong boob. Oh, no! There's nothing you can do at this point. You're going under. I managed to slur to the doctor. Oh, God. Lefty needs more. <laughs> the last thing that I saw slash heard was the shocked look on the surgeon's face and the nurse saying, what the F? Oh. Thankfully, they listened, and my tatas are even again. Yay. Oh, good. We'll be back tomorrow. Okay, that does it. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Talking poo is where I draw the line. Go on and go home, you fat chicken. Bye, diddly eye. So long. God bless you. See ya. Goodbye. Bye-bye, Homer. Take care. Adios. So long. Very well. Dar. Bon voyage. Toodle-oo. Ah, so long. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Sayonara, dude. So long. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye. Ha-ha. So long, stink town. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye.
don't think it hasn't been a little slice of heaven. Because it hasn't. God bless the United States. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show.